Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. LOL. Hello there, everybody. Tommy Bateman here. Hideout Real Radio 104.1. We got a lot of good stuff to play for you tonight. Well, everyone but me and J Dubs is on the cruise, but J Dubs, you know, he doesn't leave his house, and I don't blame him. Uh, coming up tonight, we got Matt Albert and Jail Bates. Terrible date. Jail Bates is an underage girl that Matt went on a few dates with. We have Nightmare Dave's Heartbreak, who is a heretic, and his girlfriend left him for some guy in, like, I don't know, Utah or something. Plus, we also have the time Matt Albert thought he broke Dirty Jim's guitar. That was a nice little prank he pulled on him. And we got a whole bunch of other stuff tonight, so stay tuned with us. So let's get it started. This is when the hideout finally got its sign. We've been uh, signless for almost a year, and we finally got the sign, but there was yet a problem with it. Thank you, Chunks. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. We talked about it right at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. And so our styrofoam sign finally came in, okay? And it's if you've ever been here in the compound, you've ever seen pictures, if you go on, you know, monsters.fm or the hideout page on realradio.fm, you can kind of see the styrofoam um, signs of the show logos. Mm-hmm. And we'd even bitch for a little while because, you know, we've been here nine months and there'd been no sign. And, you know, there's the Monsters logo, the Shannon Burke logo, the Phillips file logo. And so they were going to make us a sign. Well... <laughs> Well, they made us a sign, Dubs, that probably stands five feet tall. Yeah, I would say right around four and a half, five feet tall. At least five, I'd say. It is large enough for Matt Hour to duck behind and hide comfortably. He doesn't have to duck that far. No. And he's 6'5", 500 pounds. All I have to do is basically bend over and it's covering me. Now, SBK Live, of course, Saturday night's right here on Real Radio, also had a sign made, and it is... It is obnoxiously big because it's bigger than any of the other signs for the Monsters, the Shannon Burke Show, the Phillips File. But ours still dwarf it. Mm. Ours is the size of a wall. (laughs) It's a billboard. And so I just knew tomorrow that is going to raise hell with the other shows. Because here's the thing. Why? Just because if you put all three of their signs together, it's still not as big as ours? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, here's the thing. This is a fantastic radio station. I love it. Everybody here is cool as hell. However, all of us, all of us in radio have some sort of an ego. Mm-hmm. We were bitching our egos that we didn't have a sign. Period. We had all, The only uh, sign we had was one that one of our listeners made, and we've been hanging here forever. I would not be surprised if our sign is defaced at some point tomorrow. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do not deface the sign. Probably shows. either by Russ or uh, Jim Phillips. Please don't. <laughs> Maybe even Burke. And here's the thing. I couldn't blame them. Just let us know if you're pissed off. We'll come pick it up and we'll take it home. <laughs> <laughs> don't draw on it. 
We will. We'll just take it home. They're going to change the names, be all cute with it, El Homo and Gay Scrubs. I yeah, never heard that one before. For a good time, call. <laughs> <laughs> so the gossip I heard... BJ provider. <laughs> ...was that someone in upper management mm-hmm. yelled at the person who ordered the sign, thinking, what the hell... Saying, what the hell were you thinking? And you can't really bitch at them because they know they're going to you know, catch uh, some kind of uh, hell for it, too, you know? Oh, there's no doubt. The management has legitimate worry of uh, why, you know, why'd you order it so big, you know? Here's the conversation that's going to go on. Um, this is a night show, <laughs> and we've been here for years. Why is the sign? Why can I not look anywhere in this room and not <laughs> see this sign? It does follow you, no matter where you're at. And it's it's like, because it, it's the eye logo. So it's almost as if it is um, the Mona Lisa, or it's just following you everywhere. Honestly, you have to turn your head to read it all. Yes, you It do. is that big. All right, Matt, take off your glasses. This is the true sign of how big this thing is. Look at it. Can you read it? Clearly. <laughs> oh, God. No, no problem. I almost... It looks wooden. What are the chances we could take it out somewhere... And have people drive by so they can see how large this thing is. Here's the problem. Whose car will it fit in? No, no one's. <laughs> I've got a Scion that I love and is roomy and I can put down the back that I got it from Thurston's. It's not fitting in the back of that Scion. I can fit in the back of that Scion. I have a van, and that thing's too tall to actually put in the van. All right, if someone can get us a... Like a rental truck with a think nice they, 20-footer. They delivered it nice as an 18-wheeler. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You think if we put it on top of somebody's car, people in airplanes could see it? Oh, absolutely. Like your head? <laughs> it's going to be the new marker uh, for the international airport. Yeah, he, here's how big it is. Gibbs can hide his head behind it. <laughs> he can wear it like a graduation hat. <laughs> Where's the tassel? <laughs> put it on the other side. Now I've become a man. So anyway, so the gossip is that already upper management is yelling because they know they're going to hear it from the other people on the station. And again, I don't blame you. I think we're going to get... And here's the thing. We're going to get photos, and they're going to be up on the hideout page on worldradio.fm. You're going to be shot. But it is our show, and I think it is obnoxious. I want to make sure that we thank Universal Foam Inc. for making... Uh, the sign, I mean, it's it's beautiful, it's big, no it's one, real big. No wonder it took them three months. Oh, yeah, they, it was like the pyramids. They just had a bunch of slaves just putting each block on and building it up. They had to find new sources of foam. Oh, should have made the eye light up. Yeah, like, what, <laughs> yeah, now, I'm, now I'm pissed. How is that thing ever going to biodegrade? <laughs> Never. It's not. 400 it's like, years from now, archaeologists will be like, finally, like, what is this? Apparently there's some eye that would follow people around. Secret society. This did as much damage. <laughs> this does as much damage to the uh, the, to the uh, uh, environment than every Big Mac container combined. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Here's yeah, the, they just melted down every Big Mac container. Uh, Four hundred number threes to go. <laughs> no fries, please. Here's the great thing. Tomorrow I have that tune-up meeting that I get to go sit in. Oh God. Uh, the first problem: the night show sign. <laughs> 
I can't see the mics. It's so big. I wish we could put a camera in here so, like, when Russ walks in tomorrow and then when Jim Phillips walks <laughs> oh. in and everyone just oh, yeah, and Shannon's back. like, I want to see Shannon and his it. reaction <laughs> to the. I think Shannon, while he will be focused on uh, ours for a second because you can't <laughs> not look at it, <laughs> the SBK Live one being bigger than his. That and, is more than and, his motorcycle. And the monster, uh, the monsters one being the smallest of them all. It's just I'm going to say this now. It's a travesty. And I just want to make sure that that's been put out there. Hey, maybe Jimmy Jam can say something on our behalf no. to the other shows. Please do, Jimmy so, Jam. Since he's so good at I'm, it. I'm asking you, Jimmy Jam. Post it. Tell everybody what we think. Is there any way to adjust the lights in there so it's just, like, shining on the eye? Like, <laughs> you probably can. Like I think, a display case? I think you can. It's almost my wingspan. That's how wide it is. It's an IMAX screen. And we turn it around show them uh, drive through movies on it. <laughs> Oh boy! Honeymoon now showing on the hideout eye. <laughs> IMAX. It literally that's what it is. March of Penguins. <laughs> all right. So that's the gossip that upper management has already yelled, and you know you're gonna hear about it all day tomorrow. That's what it is. I just figured it out to get a visual. It's the size of one of those uh, teleprompter screens in school. It's that big. Oh, the overhead projector yeah, the screen. Overhead projector yeah, screen. when you pull that thing down. That is exa- That is a good way, of, but it's thick. I think it's bigger. And it's black. Too bad it wasn't hey. green. We could do like movies on it. We could do our own like little like oh yeah green screen. Of, yeah, special <laughs> effects. Do the weather on it. Look, here's Hefe flying like Superman. All right, let's take a break and come back. So make sure you listen to Real Radio all day tomorrow to hear them bitching about our sign. <laughs> all right, let me ask you this now: Does the sign make it? Yes. I mean, there's no way you can no. get rid of that sign. I'm willing to say this: Here, one of two things will happen. It will make it, and the other three shows will get signs. I think that's the best bet. Just as big. Bigger. <laughs> or. Or, we bitch. or. Or. <laughs> Catherine says, you guys can take this home, and we're going to get a smaller one for you. I say they have number three. No one has signs at all. <laughs> Put your hands Ooh. on your desks. You know what to get. <laughs> It's a hideout for Radio 104.1. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date? But a year to make gloves, she wanted you to wait. Let me tell you a story in my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. The way that I met her was on... The hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Tommy Bateman in with you all week. Well, actually, the end of the weekend, Monday. Everybody will be back Monday for... I mean, Tuesday for a live show. And I'm sure we'll have lots of uh, crazy stories about the Monsters Cruise. I've already gotten a few text messages from Chunks, and uh, it sounds out of control already. One person in particular that's out of control is Matt Albert. And in this next segment, we have a, a recap of Matt Albert's date. He actually had a date before he had a girlfriend down here, and the girl was 17 years old, underage. And her name was J.L. Bate. It's The Hideout's Real Radio 104.1. Matt and I do live together in the hideout off campus housing. Mm-hmm. Oh. This son of a bitch is the dirtiest mother effer that I know. It just sees trash there and doesn't think to make a new trash bag or think to take it out literally outside of the door. Just keep piling it on. Doesn't put anything in a dishwasher. Doesn't clean. I almost cursed. Doesn't clean anything. And his room is an abomination. There's no bed. He sleeps on a nest like Chunks does. And there are cookie crumbs. 
There are chicken bones. Sprinkles. There are sprinkles. <laughs> there are dirty underwear. And just random tools. Yeah. Lying around his room. What kind of tools? I've got a Phillips head screwdriver if you need one. I do need one. <laughs> so he's just a dirty bastard. So I come home the other night, and I look over. I'm like, what the? His room's clean. <laughs> and there's a vacuum in it, and it has been used. Wow. I'm like, what? Something's paying off. I guess when I was mad at him and... You know, I went through the whole thing yelling at him. I guess he decided he wanted to be responsible around the house. No Clorox. <laughs> I was, the bathroom was clean. I was like, wow, well, good for him. That's fantastic. You know, kids coming around. So Saturday night. You wanted to. <laughs> we're at the uh, brunswick Wakiva Lanes for the Hideout Bowling League. Fantastic time. Mm-hmm. Week one down. Oh, by the way, screw you guys. Team, quote, unquote, uh, varsity. Hideout varsity team, me. Uh, Bateman and Matt Albert. I like to call it team fun, really. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys didn't look like you were having fun because you were sucking so bad, and we beat you. Fun. We beat you both games this week. That's impossible because we played against ourselves. Pin-wise, we knocked down more than you guys did. And we don't care. Team fun. Go! All right, well, then name yourself <laughs> team fun. Team varsity. Even though you guys uh, weren't having fun, and you're obviously not the better of the two teams. We were kicking ass. But whatever. We'll see at the end. Yeah. So anyway... Steady incline of town. We're sitting there and, uh, you know, just kind of hanging out. I look over all of a sudden, and there's jailbait. Matt's 17 year old girlfriend from Melbourne. All the way in Orlando on a Saturday night when we're bowling. Now, it's nothing new for a teenager to go bowling on a Saturday night. True. Nope. Because you know that's always the. Uh, I'm gonna go bowling, and then you go get drunk with your friends and talk they about were, how great They were gonna was. meet at the skating rink, but the bowling was more. <laughs> School nights are so busy. They didn't feel like I, you know, putting the inlines on. Hey. So. Yeah, don't be racist. <laughs> so all of a sudden, I put two and two together in my head. This son of a bitch cleaned up his part of the hideout off campus housing. I saw you staring too. Because he knew. Jail bait was going to come up. So then they're sitting there talking, and she's being loud as ever. Just, a, <sighs> just a, anything you can do, I can do better. Just annoying, okay? Oh. And then so Matt comes up and goes, hey, bro. <laughs> bro. Hey, hey, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. You, you got a Blockbuster card? I'm like, what? <laughs> well, I'm thinking about renting a couple movies. You can get one. You don't have I to. Don't, I don't feel like going through all the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one-page application. I'm lazy, you bastard. What? So, so anyway. And he doesn't have a credit card. Yeah, yeah true. that's true. So we're sitting there, and I'm thinking, oh, my God. There's going to be a crime? Yeah. <laughs> my hideout off-campus off housing is going to be a crime scene. <laughs> So then he's like, he's like, he's feeling real confident. Hey, uh, you coming home tonight? <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, hold on, hold on. Uh. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. You coming home tonight? I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I'll, I guess I go stay the night at my chick's place, but I do need to come back and pick up my baseball stuff because I got baseball the next day. <sighs> All right, well, do you, are you sure? <laughs> About what time do you think you're going to come home? So this guy is already planning and plotting. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, about getting some of that ass. Have you talked? Big, big ass. Have you talked to her uh, 
ever about having sex with her? Oh. Uh, no. Oh. No? Not really. You never mentioned it? No. She never brought it up? Uh, no. I'm a virgin. I don't know what it's going to feel like. Are you serious? Yeah. And what would make you think that... Uh, hey, always got, always got to leave the possibility open. Because I'm optimistic. <laughs> every yeah, that's, that's what, what you, you are. are. <laughs> Stupid ass. <laughs> I'm just hoping you're going to admit to it so people could go raid the place and take your computer. <laughs> Find a fold, Matt. So anyway... There's many of both them. Both of you guys. Have you seen it in her corset? Okay, come on. What? So anyway... I already got it. I don't need to be nice. <laughs> so here's the thing. So then we're like, oh, okay, you know, well, whatever. I'll go pick up my stuff. I'll leave, let you be. All right? Let the master So <laughs> I guess we're all deciding where we're going to go. We decide we're going to go to Mugshots, which is right up, you know, near the bowling alley, between the bowling alley and the radio station. By the way, fantastic burgers there. Yeah, who knew? Damn who good. knew that Mugshots had just, like, the best burgers in town almost? So we eat. But before we eat, i got to go over to Tommy's place, do some computer stuff with my chick. And um, when we're leaving to head over back to Mugshots, I get a phone call. Dude, now I know why I hate women so bad. I hate women so bad. I think I used a uh, curse word, too. Yeah. Um, the C word. Couldn't have been said anymore. Um, I don't know what I did. All I know is that she was crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. She wasn't really crying. It was fake cry because me and my girlfriend, me and my, me and my girlfriend go outside. Those are jeans. <laughs> me and my girlfriend go outside to go smoking, and uh, she had her back to us doing the fake cry thing, and she turns around. No, no tears, no red face. It was completely uh, looking for attention. All right. No, really. She liked the right. attention? Pat Man wants to know. What did that happen? Uh, Pat Man says, um, I guess CSI was at the hideout off campus housing, and they called it Chubby Scene Investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Matt and Pat went inside. What happened next? <laughs> I love your room. <laughs> it's a hideout. Get a haircut, whore. Real Radio 104. All right, we're talking about Matt Albert and Jailbait from over the weekend, his 17-year-old girlfriend from Melbourne. By the way, if you want to see a picture of her... Uh, the National Zoo. Click on a pro... Stop. Click Skanky on, it's Rhino. Pat. Click, Skanky Rhino. Click on the profile on hideoutheretics.net. Why all the hate? All right, so anyway, to get you caught up on the story real fast, she drove all the way out from Melbourne to hang out after bowling. And she and Matt disappear. This after Matt cleaned his room, looked into getting a movie, and told me not to come back to the hideout off-campus housing. Just in case. Our apartment. So what happened? And then, oh, to get you caught up, too. Um, then later on, Matt calls me. Not on the verge of crying. No, but, it wasn't crying. I was but just really, pissed. But you were pissed and you were kind of down. I could hear it. Yeah. Uh, so what happened with you in jail, baby? All right. On the way out of the bowling alley, I'm waiting for her. I'm talking to the heretic. She went into the bathroom. She comes out and she's wiping away tears. She's looking down. I'm not sure. Ooh, oh, no. well, that's why she's crying. She was looking down. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's like, is that really another rule? Um, Stop. <laughs> I, I, look, 
Look, here's the thing. I was kidding. If there were, I'm not going to let you run her down. Okay. Because I would never do Just that. because. I love her. She's great. Something, things didn't go your way. You're not going to sit here and run her All down. All right. That's not me. That's not what I <laughs> She's do. not going to run either. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> so what happened? Tell your stupid story. And she she came out crying. I, I even tried to console her. I put my arm around her, say, you know, things are going to be okay, whatever, just to get her out of, in, into the car. And uh, we get into the car, past all the heretics screaming random crap, like, don't do it, don't do it. And uh, we're driving, and then she just gets this really pissy attitude, and she's just picking apart everything I said. It's like Hefe and Tommy combined into one portly little girl. And I just... What? She was just picking apart. If I had stumbled on a word, oh. she'd attack it. She might as well have just had the instant replay and started playing <laughs> Proclaimers. <laughs> everything uh, I said. Like every joke you had? Yeah, and... uh then we went to Burger King. <laughs> we went to Burger King. Of course, she she was hungry. And we started sitting down, and uh, she just started throwing fries at me. <laughs> what? Uh, box. You know those uh, those tops, the cups and right, straws? Right, the lid. Yeah, she took off hers and threw it at me. Got soda on my shirt that I had washed that day. I had to wash it what? twice to get washed. I had to wash it twice to get the freaking stains out. And uh, then I just pretended like I left. I walked out, and I just went away for like 10 minutes because I just couldn't take it. Because you were so angry? Yeah. Because I didn't want to call her a C to her face. Right. Is that what you called nice. me? No. That was on the ride to Mugshots afterwards. Uh, did you call me first? Yeah. Okay. No, I called Tommy on the way back. Okay. And, uh, but anyway, so what ended up happening? Uh, there was a couple of wrong turns, and then she said, Oh, I have to go pick up Miss Melinda from a wedding she's at up here. And she acted like she had the directions in front of me, in front of her. And, uh, she said, Okay, take this. Oh, we missed it. We have to take another turn. So she's making you go pick up Miss Melinda? Yeah, that's what she made me to believe. And, uh, she said, Oh, we missed the turn. You have to take this Yui. And I took it, and she said, oh, there's a bowling alley. Just turn in there. And she got her. She got in her car. I got a hug and a kiss on the cheek. And uh, So it doesn't seem like it went that bad. And she oh, took off. Yeah, I only got things thrown at me, you know. But a kiss on the cheek now, at the end. Oh, that's great. All right, now, what did she say? Uh, have you heard anything? Have you heard from her since or anything? Well, wait, wait. Before that, at Mugshots, Matt was just going off the entire time. Like, I hate this, I hate her, I hate my life. Are you sure she I didn't, didn't go- say that. Yeah, you were kind of uh, along those lines. Are you sure she didn't have to go see Ween? What? Never seen his cut the movie? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, sorry, I don't know for my, it's Pat references. Alright, so. She had to go see her boyfriend, Terry. Chris. Chris. Okay, so what ended up happening then? She left. Have you talked to her since? Yeah, I talked to her today. And, uh. She's sick with food poisoning. <laughs> I'm sure she couldn't nail it down with all the crap. Hey, come on. <laughs> but, uh, 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 and didn't you hear something like the next day about how the date went? Oh, well, Melinda had talked to her, and she said, oh, Jailbait thought it went very well. I'm like, what? what? Have you talked to her since? Uh, yeah, I talked to Jailbait today. And what'd she say? And, uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> What'd she we, say? We were talking, and uh, she started naming off reasons why why this why the the two of us wouldn't work. And I just said, uh, "All right." Well, I physically <laughs> two circles doing it, just not gonna work. <laughs> just <laughs> okay, now what were some of the reasons she gave as to why you two couldn't be a couple? Anything I can do. <laughs> I hate plays. Uh, the distance that we live apart. Yeah, because Melbourne is a is a hike. Uh, she's moving in two months. Uh huh. Uh. Where? Hickory Farms? <laughs> He's on a roll. I don't understand the hatred, though. I mean, sure, she's plump, but she's not like obese. You're making her sound like she's obese. She's a soft dick. And, uh. Hickory Farms. Alright, you know, hold on. While you two get it together. We'll go to Stamper and Bear Lake. Oh, what up, guys? Hey, dude, you were there. What happened? What, do you, what info do you have? Hey, before I give you the info, I want to give a little PSA for the people without the Internet that can't picture. Imagine on Fantasia, a dancing hippo with a Shirley Temple head. Ooh, ouch. Okay. <laughs> she was at the bowling alley. I'm putting my bowl up. She says hi to me. I was like, hey, what's your name? She's like, well, I'm jailbait. I was like, aren't you and Matt together? She's like, well, you have to ask Matt. I was oh. like, all right, well, whatever. Nice meeting you. She's like, well, do you know where this hotel is? I said, well, where is it? Out by Disney? So I thought I was doing that a favor. I gave her some bogus directions so they could. And then she's like, well, Matt's got to drive me because I don't have a license. But it's okay. My daddy's a doctor. I'll get out of it. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, Matt's got to drive me. I don't have a license. I don't have a license. So I gave her fake directions, thinking that they could spend some time in the car together. Oops. So now that it didn't work out, I bet that bitch spent all night looking for that hotel. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Stanford. Good man. <laughs> so is it officially over between you two? Yeah, probably. Unless, you know, she likes being called a C. Did you did, you, did you call her that today on IM? I, I know, she IM me. I usually don't IM did, people. Did you type it back? Type what? The C word. Uh, no. Okay. What'd you say? I was very polite and courteous. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, until you get on the air, and now you just let the, the hell unleash. Venom fly. I like to hold it back. I don't understand. Until it counts. Hold on a second. Here's the thing. I don't understand the hatred. What hatred? What do you mean, what hatred? That we just heard was, you and Tommy giggling. That was Tommy. Whatever. <laughs> what are you talking about? If you, you were thrown in, too. I don't know what you're talking here's about. Here's the problem. And here's why you'll never get laid. All right. Because you refuse to be sincere. If uh, you didn't really like the chick, why go after her? Instead, you're sitting there, you're sucking it up, pretending to like her, pretend, pretending to like to hear her sing... <laughs> pretending to like to hear her stupid loud stories just so you could get some ass and as soon as there's no there's no there's no chance then you start ripping her to all hell doesn't every guy do that no No, we keep it to ourselves yeah we we fake it a lot i mean sure you fake it a little bit i fake it with the best of them no you don't oh well i tried it was awful (laughs) i'm sorry i put you guys Uh, hold on a second here's gel bait <laughs> this shouldn't be uncomfortable. Oh no, Joe! Bet you're in the. Anything you can do, I can do better. Anything better than you, yes I can. Eat. <laughs> I didn't get it. What is that? I guess it's some part of her play. Does she keep singing over and over? Mm, yeah.
Yeah, Gib. Tommy had to like ask her to shush at the bowling alley because she was singing so loud. I hate people like that. She was like Gibbs drumming, but she was singing. <laughs> and I, like doing play stuff. I hate people who don't know when it's not time to perform. And they're constantly performing. And that is such a self-esteem thing where if I'm not performing, me. then people won't like me. Look at me. <laughs> I mean, radio guys, a lot of times, are the worst about that, where they mm. always have to be to performing. Not me. I like to sit there quietly. Yeah, me and too. And I expect everybody around me to do the same. <laughs> I this noticed. Is, this isn't a show. We're just hanging out bowling. Right, here's Heretic Ivan. Heretic Ivan, you're in the hideout. What's up, bro? Oh, what's up, bro? I can't believe he couldn't finish that off. Oh, um, Jesus! Thanks for the soda, by the way. Do you think? Do you think that oh, it was? No did, you, did you think like it was in a? It was an easy uh, go that it would have been okay. He wouldn't have had an issue. That was the easiest piece of ass in the world. And somehow oh. he. Ugh. You sure about that? I mean, there's a, you got to think about it. There's a lot you got to put up with, mainly oh, the yeah. singing and the talking. Oh, you can't say that. That's bad when Matt has to yell that at you. <laughs> what makes him think that he could say that on the radio? <laughs> Seriously. That's insane. That was ridiculous. <laughs> That's like the one word everybody knows. <laughs> That's worse than the F1. <laughs> oh, I wish I could use it. <laughs> Seriously. Physically? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Somewhere there's a sad little girl trying to comb her hair out. <laughs> <laughs> relax her. I hate this perm. Oh. Alright, there is a picture of her. If you click on her profile on her. Stop. Look, dude. I, here's the thing. It, it genuinely pisses me off that you do this. Just yeah, because, Matt. Well, no, hold on. Just because she doesn't like you, you think you're going to go be an ass. It's stupid, man. It's very, it's incredibly childish, actually, is what it is. I've never so, grown up. So she doesn't like you. So right. what? Move on. I will. What a moron. That's like the guy who sits there, and like the construction worker who will catcall the chick, and then as soon as she turns around and says, uh, yeah, no way. He starts yelling the uh, C word, like he's Ivan on the yes, radio. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, oh. You must not like, if you don't like me, you don't like any of it. Right. And it's like, that's the most stupidest, uh, the most, yeah, just the dumbest thing you could ever do. Make you look like a moron. And yeah, trust me, this is really going to help you with any other chick, the care. way you're acting right now. Go ahead. He's good. Judge. <laughs> Taylor in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Taylor? Hey, I think this proves that that Uncle Tom, Matt, he's definitely gay bar material. How about that? Just How go am I on... Uncle Tom? I don't know. You don't talk like one of them. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Oh. One of them. I'm speaking oh. for him. <gasps> Obviously, he knew something. You should be more like Christopher Darden. All right, so what's next for you in uh, jailbait? Nothing? It's over? Nothing. She's on Hideout Heretics right now. Hideoutheretics.net. Look at you. Going around breaking hearts. <laughs> it's bound to happen. Now let me ask you, Matt. Seriously. Yes. How are you going to lose that virginity of yours? I don't know. 
I'll work it out somehow. No, you won't. Because here's the problem. I'll use my right hand next time. You don't leave. And that was real funny. <laughs> you don't ever leave your apartment. You don't see this as an issue? Uh, no. Not leaving, not going out, meeting chicks, not meeting people? You have to know that that's part of the reason why you haven't gotten laid. Yeah. You don't interact. True. I, I you don't mean, mix it up. Even when we're out with the heretics, we're out doing new stuff. You just sit there. You're not mingling. You're not. I, I mingle with some of the heretics. But like, Ivan, I, I talked with Ivan. I'm have, not gonna, you know. Have you ever approached a random chick before? Yeah. When? When I've been out with Mute Rob. When I <laughs> someone has to. Yeah, that. someone has to. <laughs> There's someone, nothing going on. Someone has to be the catalyst. Predator's jersey. That's all I have to say. Uh, if he gets a Predator's jersey, that's then... all it's going to take is a Predator's jersey. And they're going to like, ooh, football player. And it's over like that. <laughs> so just buy one. Don't you be... No. Just act like you are. People believe it. You know what? And I'm getting this word on the instant messenger. You sound so bitter, so dissuaded, so disheartened. Like all of a sudden, the old Matt is back. You've put up the defenses. You're Finally, just... I can be funny again. You can you can sit there and you can call people names, and then you can go home and just be miserable and wish you had a shotgun to put in your mouth. Yeah, that's the Matt I like. Yeah, <laughs> it's the good Matt. We really thought he was going to ruin the bit Saturday night that he was going to go get some. I would love that. I think it would have been good for everybody. I don't know, but I feel not happier the, today. Not eat the person involved. Why? No. Why do you feel happier? today? I don't know. I just feel better today. Now knowing that there's no chick around, there's too much pressure on you. <laughs> yeah, there's too much pressure. People always staring at me and like, where's Joe Bait? Like, I don't know. I don't know. You think that's gonna end? You realize from like every chick from here on out, it's gonna be that way. I, I have to deal with it. You think you may be interested in guys, seriously? No, I think not a chance. Guys are dirty and disgusting. Do you want to be a part of uh, Mannion, the uh, Canyon Man dating game, tomorrow? I saw him yesterday. He looks Greek. Greeks are hot. <laughs> but, uh, no, I don't think so. How about a nice slow dance with you and Mannion tomorrow? I mean, Canyon. <laughs> I'll slow dance with him. Not in a gay way. <laughs> yeah. In a manly way. Yeah, keep it completely straight. Make, make it a test of strength, maybe. While you guys are doing the waltz. <laughs> Sleeper hold. Alright. Well, here's... <sighs> this saddens me, Dubs. Why? He He's not progressing as a human being. Uh, let, him, let him not progress. It's not your problem. It is. Let wow. me sit in my pit. He lives in my place. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've taken on this problem. I figured at some point he Don't would... Don't be racist. No, yeah. Figured. Okay. Just because you live with me doesn't mean you can say it. He would want to progress as a human being, eventually venture out and try to find a part-time job, and maybe venture out and try to meet people and make friends. What are friends? And it's nothing. I'm really starting to get angry over it. You and Gibbs should hang out. <laughs> What Gibbs? Maybe it's white girls, Matt. Maybe you need to venture off into another... That's uh, true. You only go for white chicks. There's only one around me. They're no good, Matt. They're no good. That's true. Devils. Why don't you get a nice... How about a nice Latin chick? They don't care that you're big and fat. They just want something to hold on to. I'll take it. Doesn't really matter. How about this? As long as like you're settling. Hold on a As long as it's not Indian, I'm good. Oh, please. Those are the, I think those are the yeah. hottest chicks. Indian chicks are hot. Only um, ones that work for Dell. <laughs> how about this? How about when does Roomba usually have their 
Snack time? They're after parties. <laughs> oh. Because you know... You, you remember the Rumba snack time. Oh, yeah, they get crazy. How about maybe we go out to a Roomba event? They have you, them all the time. Because you know Angel can get us in for free. Mm-hmm. And we go out there and you meet a nice Latin honey. Do I have to speak Spanish? No. no. They don't, they don't, they don't, don't want Spanish. you to. Yeah. <laughs> they just want to be seen with a big guy. I'm a who's, citizen. Who's on the huh? <laughs> Mary. <laughs> it's the Hideout Real Radio. Or here. Point. One of the things that uh, I have it on DVR that I didn't get a chance to watch yet was um, Black and White. Ah, the uh, the show where the black guy gets painted up like a white guy and lives the uh, life of a white man, and the bl- a white guy gets painted up like a black guy. Yeah, I guess two families swap races, and um, it's kind of annoying. Is, is it? it? Yeah, because they're both like the black guy's like you're not feeling the real deal, and then the white guy's like I'm just being myself. You know, it's fine. And it was kind of funny because the white. You, can I spoil one scene for you? It's not really that much of a spoiler. That's fine. Go ahead. It's just I, I can imagine being the producer on the show. They painted the white guy up as, as a black guy, and he goes to a car dealership. And as soon as he walks the lot, everyone's nice to him. Like, do you need anything? And they're all just treated him really nice. Like he was just like a regular white guy instead of a, a black guy. And, like, you could tell the black guy was kind of pissed that nothing bad happened to him. He's like, well, that's not really how it is, and that was just a one-time thing and all this stuff. I can just imagine the producer's like, damn it, nothing happened. <laughs> no, but it was the black guy painted as a white guy. No, no, it was the white guy painted up as a black guy. Ah. And he went to the car dealership. He's like, everything was fine. I didn't see any problems with it at all. And the black guy, the real black guy, was, like, kind of pissed about it. Well, you know so he was pissed that uh, that nothing bad happened because he's like, you see, it's going to change your world. I, I haven't seen it yet, but he, the thing to me that seems interesting is it seems like they're just kind of swapping. I don't know, it could just be kind of two, any two families in a suburb, I suppose. And they don't look really normal. Like the white guy, he looks, looks like, like Soul Man. Speaking of 80s movies. <laughs> great movie. Not See a, Thomas Howell? <laughs> not a top ten. Number eleven. <laughs> but you know what I mean? No stripes is. <laughs> That's eleven B. Uh that was <laughs> ten. Um Okay, but anyway, this uh I guess there were black and white twins, some family gave birth and it was a C section. And so it was two little girls. Um one five pounds, fifteen ounces, blonde and fair skinned. Remy is what they're calling her, I guess. <laughs> What's the other one? Zero? That's kind of racist. And, uh, what the hell? And then Cayenne, or Cayenne, was born a minute later. Cayenne pepper? Six pounds black. A little spicy. Right. And she has a little, uh, a little more sass on her. <laughs> a little pepper. <laughs> so, they're saying that apparently this happened after two eggs were fertilized at the same time in the womb. Okay, so they weren't uh, identical they, twins. Yeah, they weren't identical twins. You know they're going to get that all their life. Uh, hi, this is my sister, Salt and Pepper. <laughs> but where is Spinderella? She's not an official member yet. She's a cousin. <laughs> now, here's the thing. They're 17 years old, the parents? Mm-hmm. They look like they have, uh, like, at least the husband. Might be the big Mo mustache. But he looks like he has some years on him. 
right. more than 17. They're both mixed races. Both of their mothers are white, and both of their fathers are black. So according to the Multiple Births Foundation, um, one must have inherited all the black genes, and the other one got all the white genes. <laughs> They're both kind of ugly. <laughs> Those little kids, yeah, they aren't very... Yeah, you're right. I'll, I'll send you the main link to it so you can blow up the picture. Okay, do that. Shane but, on 408, you're in the hideout. What's up, Shane? Hey, uh, yeah, I had a quick comment to make. Um, <clears throat> I used to work at a car dealership, um, and basically that's probably the worst place you can go to to try to see racism there because... They just want to sell. The, all, yeah, all the salespeople there, we're trained to be, like, super courteous and nice to everybody and, you know... We're like where you know we're we like know about the racism, so they kind of teach us to like pretty much, no matter what race you are, male or female, to treat everyone the same. Like oh. any new car dealership you go to is going to be like that. Oh, that's fantastic! Well, that's good to know then. Thank you, Shane. I see. That's Dub- one place where racism uh, doesn't live: car dealerships. I see doves with a frown on his face. All right, you're right though. That's the ugliest family I've ever seen. Oh my the god! The mom. I would do the mom. Hmm. Her boobs look odd. Wow, they're filling with milk. Ugh. It's true. Dirty. That's why. Yuck. All curdled. <laughs> Nasty. No, it's fresh. Just because she's black, she's got to be curdled. Right? Why no, It's chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> no, one is one and the other's chocolate. <laughs> right. One's 2%, the other's chocolate. What <laughs> swirl? Steam it up. Yeah, you, you got to swirl it for me. So you just make the nice thing now, with, the, think- with the cone. Do you think that's a like, <laughs> like a uh, wh- who were those twins? The uh, Olsen twins? Do you think this is another thing where people are going to be doing the countdown? No way, because that white baby's way too ugly. Look at it. Both of them are, man. Looks like a little Louis Anderson. And the other one, the chin is non-existent. Look at that. They're not, that there's no way. <laughs> they, that is the craziest thing I've ever seen. That poor little white baby's the thing that got kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it! And by the way, they look Puerto Rican yeah. or Mexican. It's yeah, they don't like, they, they look don't Dominican. Like, they don't look like happies. Oh, you think they can have a lot of problems in their life? Or just kind of I think it's going to start immediately. Well, you got to know that no one's going to believe, hey, this is my sister. It's going to be like in Garden State, where, that, where Natalie Portman brings, uh, what's his name, back over and meets his uh, Sudanese yeah. brother. Do you think one of them would be... Uh, more closely watched at daycare. <laughs> I heard the mom will only let her feet on one particular one. <laughs> what, AJ? They could do a reality show, uh, Trading Places. Yeah, they could. Just for you, Matt. The little white one will be the teacher's pet. <laughs> the black one will have a child when she's 17. Oh, come on. Yeah, come well, on. it's true. It's happened in this family already. Yeah, I guess you're right. Just take it after mom. <laughs> a lot of strangers coming up to the white kid. Do you need help? Do you just blink. Only time, only time, only time the little white one won't get attention when picking at sports. No, I don't want her. No way. Last. You learn how to dance. Uh, that poor. Uh, are you stop being so racist, yeah. Jay. You think one Hello, of them? my baby. Hello, <laughs> you think Hello. one of them's gonna be in timeout more for something she didn't do? I think maybe. And I think one of them will be able to. Uh, won't be able to keep beat with the nursery rhymes, and the other one will write her own. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. 
the black one will keep wanting to, you know, run foot races for. <laughs> I want the good swing. I want to go for shotgun. <laughs> well, that's gonna be, and I can't wait to keep tabs. They should just start the reality show now. Yeah. On this family, seventeen-year-old parents, one black baby, one white baby. Ebony and Ivory. Yeah, it's all there. Look at them. They put them in the same clothes. They don't even. They don't even look like they're from the same zip code. No. Or country. This one's from Eatonville. This one's from Sanford. Hello, hi- y'all. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. So it's full bumper jam night on the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Tommy Bateman in here with you while everyone else, except J-Dubs, is on the cruise. He's out taking care of... Tyrone, which is Hefe's gay little cat. Uh, we're going to continue on now with everyone's favorite, or if your management least favorite segment, the Chunks Fat Man Diaries. Now, as a public service, the Hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. All right, Chunks, it's your Fat Man Diary. Nightmare Dave asked us to be quieter during your Fat Man. Let you get through it. Yeah. Because it's so important, and you're such a great writer and reader, and mm-hmm. you're so entertaining. Well, you know, these come from my past, my childhood. Yeah, we care. Uh, this one actually deals with one of the first times I was disappointed. First times, one of them, as an adult. It's dated October 13th, 1999. Things are finally starting to look up for me. I'm a little out of breath. I'm starting to lose weight, and the girls are really starting to take to me. Hell, I do have a stunning face. Today was a big day for me. I'm stunned every time I look at it. Mm. It's like Medusa. Like, people (laughs) who look at it are stunned and frozen. Really? Mm -hmm. I saw him smiling, and someone said, hey, why are you frowning? What's wrong? I didn't know that basset hounds could walk on their hind legs only. Mm -hmm. Bad dog. Does that really look like a basset hound? Absolutely. Even more so with that broke-back beard you've got. Today was a big day for me. I had a group study with three other girls for my math class today. Three other girls? Yeah. (laughs) Studying how to give handies? (laughs) No, you know, there's uh, me and three. That's four total. Four girls? One. (laughs) No, three girls. One dude, me. Three other girls. I don't really know. And you all hang out so your periods are all at the same time. Mm -hmm. They've all synced up. I don't really know much about math. But that won't matter. One day I'll be an executive. I'll have a defined cleft chin, tight pecs. The secretary will give me sexual favors. <laughs> I can picture it now. Who Young thinks blo- like that? I do. Go ahead. And imagine where you are now compared to that. Yeah. Radio one bottom producer. A young blonde secretary with a perky ass. What the hell? <laughs> That's what you want to be when you grow up? No. I'm explaining the second. Oh, okay. That's what he sees himself as now. Waiting outside my <laughs> office. I hit the buzzer and say, Excuse me, Daniela. I'm having a problem with a business proposal. Can you come in here? Uh, who has fantasies about some chick named Daniela? Oh, man. It's a pretty name. Daniel, can you come in here? <laughs> hey, Danny. My pen's out of ink. I'm having a problem with a business proposal. Can you come in here? Yeah, I'd you. say. I don't know how to spell business. <laughs> Then I get naked and stand in my masculine glory. She enters the room. Oh, Mr. Venezia, she'd say. Who? That's that's my last name. Al- oh. Alex Venezia? Yeah. Of Altamont Springs? No. Winter um, Haven? Right. Is that a place here? Right, you make that commute. <laughs> Winter Haven, I think. 
Oh, Mr. Venezia, she'd say. How do you spell Venezia, and what are the last four digits of the social security number? I don't know what those are. You're so mad. Mother's maiden name. Blank me like a dog. <laughs> okay. Because you are one, yeah. once again. But I digress. Back to the study group. He does clean himself with his tongue. I know that the one chick who will be there, Amanda, is actually interested in me. We've had some very good conversation at lunch. Get away from me. <laughs> okay. Why? Tonight I was going to put on the mood. Are you going to finish eating that? <laughs> yes. I stopped at Taco Bell and ordered a family meal for myself before I stopped. <laughs> How's that going to help you get the tight packs and the glorious man body that you want? <laughs> Back in the day, I was hungry. I used to... <laughs> and you are now. Is that the family meal where you get like 10 yeah. and it's either you can get mix it up, it's tacos, soft tacos yeah. and burritos, yeah. bean burritos yeah. for yourself? Yeah. I usually, I'd usually get three burritos, uh, four tacos, and one of the whatever Mexi Melt. Why are you bragging now? really use one. Side note, tomorrow we'll have Taco Bell vouchers, hideout open door policy sponsored by Taco Bell. Ah, good plug. Yeah. It's as almost as if it was written in that way. No, man, this is from uh, October 13th, 1999. Look at the handwriting. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. All right. I stopped at Taco Bell and uh, we worked on our project <laughs> and that... finished earlier than we thought. Is that clear channel letterhead? <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. Hey. You worked on your project. Hey, Amanda says. I mean, Amanda says. I have a hot tub. Why don't we go take a dip? All the girls got undressed. Ooh. Even you. No, I'm in process of it. If ever there was a chance of me getting some action, it would be tonight. I was about ready to get in the hot tub when it hit me. Uh, Amanda? Where's your restroom? I ran in the restroom in the nick of time. I knew it was a bad idea to an entire family meal from Taco Bell. But I can't resist their luscious, crispy chalupa shells. <laughs> what the? Why is that written in there? Again, sounding like a plug for tomorrow's open door in Taco Bell. And, flush... as, and as a basset hound, I find the chihuahua really hot. Right. <laughs> I, I flushed the toilet, and to my astonishment... He calls it Daniela. <laughs> it didn't flush. Not only that, but it started to overflow. I tried adjusting the water valve, but with no luck. The water and various other trinkets started flowing all over the floor oh. and into the cat litter box. Apparently, that's where you should have gone. Apparently, occupied litter box. That's where he went to wipe. As Amanda's cat ran out meowing. Okay, hold on. Hold on. You evacuated in the bathroom with a cat sitting next to you just watching. No, it was one of those. staring at each other. It was one of those covered ones. You know how they have the covered ones? Mm. So you can't really. It kind of looks like a little igloo. Something like that. So you wouldn't be able to tell if there's a cat in there if you ran in there. Flush the toilet. See what I'm saying? Yeah, you are an Eskimo. Mm. Apparently occupied litter box as Amanda's cat ran out meowing, covered with water, kitty litter, and what goes with it. I opened the door to let the cat out, and the water starts flowing onto Amanda's rug. The cat runs out and jumps into a shocked Amanda's arms. I looked at her in horror. Contaminated water all over my sneakers. Uh, I had an accident. I said. <laughs> yeah, I said. And that's it. I blew it. With it. That was actually kind of like. The no, it didn't. That's the problem. Did, were you asked to leave then? Were you asked to clean up? What happens from there, Trunks? Just, the, the, high... just the awkward. Oh, Walk wow, of shame. Was, yeah. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to take off. I got to go home and watch TV. You know, <laughs> I got to go home and put on my non-soiled shoes. Uh, I mean, that's kind of embarrassing but i guess it happens sometimes 
right, let me say Not this. Not to a man with normal bowel movements. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I have completely forgotten about this. I was at my chick's place this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plugged it? Yeah. I'm talking about the toilet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, too. So, like, what I'll usually do is I'll go, and then I'll use baby wipes to clean up, and then, like, until I feel it's good enough, and then I'll use regular toilet paper. Well, the key I have figured out is when you put in the toilet paper, you have to let it sop up, like, the water, soak it first, because if you just throw in the toilet paper, then flush immediately, it'll stop up. So I went this morning, Mm -hmm. and it stopped up. Now, normally, like, when it goes down, usually it gets everything that you put in there. Yeah, but... Well, there were a couple of floaters. floaters. Yeah. And so here's what happened. I'm thinking... All right, I gotta go get ready because we're gonna go work out. I'll come back in a second and flush again. I just realized that I haven't yet. Ooh. So I don't know if she has seen it because it's in a very unused bathroom. She's got three, and I picked the one that's furthest away. There's a very good chance that it's been floating all day. I'll tell you what my normal is. I have uh, heavy ones. So I always leave, leave streaks in the bottom. So I flush about four times just to uh, walk Do you through. notice everyone that was in here has now walked outside? Why? What? Like you don't go? Yeah. I'm sorry. Mine just acts like a slug sometimes. I just realized, though. Oh, that's so dirty. I just realized that, um, yeah, I didn't go back to flush again. And now somehow I have to beat her back to her place. I don't have a key. I gotta get inside, push her. Like, why don't you go check on the computer and run upstairs? And I don't think she has a plunger. Have you ever left the triangle on the seat? Yes. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, and yes, I have. I'm not gonna lie. In That's fact, the dirtiest thing ever. Hold on, hold on. That has become a normal routine for me. Mm-hmm. Of after I go and I stand up and I look to admire what I've done, mm-hmm. I then will wipe down the seat. Of course, yeah, because, I do every time now. Because accidents will happen. Yeah. Well, it's just some. Does that mean that we're just fat, or we don't, don't have know. control, or we or we sit too far back on the toilet? I think so. It's uh, it's a nasty thing. Uh, here's what's odd. Usually we're having this conversation and we're in studio. Now no, there are people lo- yeah, standing people. around us, just disgusted. Again, like they've never left the the triangle of terror. Yes. <laughs> It's, I'm just saying it happens. Every not every time. Oh, oh, well, not to get too graphic, but girls. Yeah, tend it looks to leave, like fruit punch afterwards sometimes. Tend to leave uh, stains of their own just on the other side of the uh, upper ball. Right, we're gonna take a break. Mm-hmm. We'll just take a break and come back. Hey, look, I'm just saying it happens. Mm-hmm. This is real life stuff. <laughs> if you can't handle real life. Go to the fourth floor and jump off. This is what it's all about. Or go into the bathroom and look at the triangle I left. All right, let's go see who can make a bigger one. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Oh, yeah. I Still when we come around. Nightmare Dave is a heretic. Brief story, he got tattooed, the hideout logo, like a Superman uh, Superman placement on his chest to win a 
all-inclusive trip to Las Vegas. He did it by bringing in his girlfriend to propose to her on the air. And they have now broken up. He put her on a plane last Friday for what he thought... Not last Friday, but a week ago Friday. Mm -hmm. So 10 days now. Put her on a plane to what he thought was Las Vegas to see her family. Because she was going to get things straightened out. Everything was going to be great. Everything was great according to her when she left. Mm -hmm. And uh, it seemed like they were soulmates at that time. She never called, driving Nightmare Dave crazy to the point where he bugged her parents over and over and over again. Finally, the truth came out Friday night at the end of the show. He had suspicions that she had been cheating with someone on MySpace. The suspicions were true. She did not fly to Las Vegas. She flew to Indiana to be with this guy, to have sex with him, to fornicate, to be fouled by his filthy... Oh, you know. They found this out. They found it out because he finally talked the parents into telling him the truth. They said mm-hmm. that she had told them that he was verbally abusing her, sexually abusing her, wow, and physically abusing her. Which he has not denied. <laughs> well, actually, yes, he's denied. I'm just kidding. So it all turns out the story you told Thursday night when we were downstairs was true. Right, Dave? Yep. Do you feel like a sap? Do you feel I've, like you've been had? Bamboozled? I've, I've been led had. Led astray? Hoodwinked. You didn't land on Plymouth Rock, but Plymouth Rock landed on you? Actually, that one does fit for this guy. one. Yeah, it crushed me. It crushed you, huh? Actually, she didn't meet this guy through MySpace. She actually... EverQuest? Yeah, and I have a really interesting... There's a huge twist with the whole thing tonight. I'm going to tell you what... He's your dad. To 90, no, to 90, uh, to almost 90% accuracy, I can tell you the story of what's been going on for the last year and a half. That I just Alleged. Discovered. Feel free. Well, yeah, that's what... Well, needless to say, uh, back when we first moved in together, she kind of got thrown in my lap. I wasn't quite ready to live with her so because her parents uh, had moved to Vegas. So I sent her to Vegas to, you know, finish up things with her family and whatever, and then she was going to come back and be with me. Well, her mom was getting going through a divorce and remarried, and they were moving back to Florida. Well, she calls me up freaking out, thinking that, hey, you know, they, they ditched me out here. I need help getting back. So I, a buddy of mine fronted the money to fly her back. Wow. Which now he's pissed off that she's left and disappeared and not paid him back. But we brought her back home, and I was playing EverQuest at the time, and she decided, hey, I want to try to learn it. And I, I, I was cool with it because I was like, cool, it's something we can do together. Well, a couple months after her getting involved in doing it, uh, we were sitting next to each other, and she was, like, talking and carrying on with some people. So I leaned over to look, and, you know, what's going on? And she was like, this is my fun. I turned the monitor away. I was like, what? And so things started being real weird for a, about a week later. She said, Shady. Gonna, yeah, Shady. She said about a week later, so she was gonna. She wanted to go to Georgia and meet some of the people from the game that she became really good friends with. <laughs> yeah, that throws up a red flag, dude. Well, I and well, her mom ended up dragging out of her before she left that it was because of a guy that she met. This Indiana guy. Yeah, it's a, he lived in Indiana, but he was going on vacation to meet some of the that because he was friends. Some of the other nerds in Georgia. Yeah. Well. We had a huge fight, and I thought it was done taking care of. With their well, the sloppy next, nerd sex. Well, the crazy thing was the next morning, somebody from Georgia just showed up on my doorstep to pick her up when they weren't. Nobody was supposed to be showing up. Well, she went up the so she wound up in Georgia, 
with we, this guy that probably is the one she left with. Well, no, she didn't live with the guy. She lived with, uh, left with some some chick and her brother who live in Georgia, who's like, who are like friends with the guy in Indiana. Well, she went up there, and uh, I finally convinced her to, to come back home because I did not want to, you know, I didn't want her going out into the world for me, and I felt guilty that she disappeared from her parents for me. So I felt guilty. So what's, I, what's the point, though? So what happened? Right, the point is that I finally got her to come back home, and she convinced me that, okay, things were going to be better, things were going to be cool. Well, now we, you know, I'll fast forward to about two or three months ago. I had really no clue and idea that while she was out there, this guy named Matt that she went out there for, I wouldn't doubt she probably slept with him, but she didn't wind up being with him. Mm -hmm. He brought a buddy of his with him on the trip named Ben. Ooh, and ben. and I think she hooked up with both of them <sighs> while out there, and I convinced her to come DP. back home. Uh, I don't, I don't know, They're but right. I convinced her to come back home, and so for a year and a half, she's had a relationship with this guy Ben online because he was only seventeen. They're spotting her ever chest. Whoa, seventeen? <laughs> he was only seventeen. How old is she? She's twenty-one. And oh, that's legal. Matt knows yeah. about that. Yeah, two, well, two months ago, he finally turned eighteen, and that's when we started to have a lot of problems. Because now because could... she was bringing everything to a head. Because for the last several months, she's been making making her parents. <laughs> yeah, please don't. No, um, we can't. We could just give. But uh, her, she's been pitting her parents against me and me against her parents. Uh, by hold on a second. Okay. We have the guy on the phone. Ben Stone, you're in the hideout on Roar Radio. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Ben Stone, uh, brother to program director uh, ben, uh, Dan Stone on WTKS. How you guys doing? We're Not fantastic. Bad, so you've been banging Nightmare Dave's uh, chick. Yeah, you know, we've been listening to some Death Cab for Cutie on the weekend. <laughs> All right. And, uh, yes. <laughs> Dick. Uh, I don't think that was the guy. No. I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> but, uh, and with the whole, you know, when I thought I was putting her on a plane to Vegas, her mom, because her mom finally, you know, I confronted her and we talked and we I told talked it story. out. Mm -hmm. She asked me how much money I gave her. I was like, I gave her my, like my last $20. Because for her layover, I felt bad. You know, she didn't want to. You know, I don't want to leave her with nothing. Well, her mom started to begin to wonder where the heck did she get? She had a whole ton of money. She after she got out to Indiana, she had enough money to get them a place together. Oh! Start all the bills up and everything already. They, they she hasn't even been with this guy for just barely over a week. They got their own place together. They're already needing money because they blew all their money, and I guess his parents is. Gave them, gave her a big wad of cash and was like, "That's all." <laughs> Stop it! Stop. Stop. I don't like right, the word. I'm sorry. You're saying too many key words. I know, I know. I know. I'm sorry. All but, right, uh, all right. She and he's already called and asked her mom if he can marry her, and she, because she wants to marry him. And needless to say, her her entire family is, is steaming, pissed at her right now because all the lies and deceit that finally have come out now. That she painted a big picture that I was this huge monster, and that her family knew big. better, but they wanted to believe her because it was their That's daughter. The daughter. Right, let's take a break. What do you have here for us? You say you have some stuff to show us? Um, no, I haven't gone quite that far yet. But well, uh, we can't see it. Well, they're going to distribute it. No, uh, actually, I may. I have talked with her mom, and her mom now knows about it, and her mom is going to call her and let her know. What is that it? We, about two months after we moved in together, we made a really steamy triple X video. Porno. Steamy. Porno, yes. Meaning the lens. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, but needless to say, uh, it doesn't paint a pretty picture for her being a good girl. Now, do you have it with you? No. Oh. Why not? You said you, you said, were going to bring it in. I brought the DVD player and everything. I don't have it on DVD yet. That's the problem. Because i got to convert it over to DVD because it's on the tape. Uh, All right, let's take a break and come back. What do you have then? Well, I do have the cell phone number of the guy she is with. Call will, will you have a uh, one-sided conversation with him? Like, like you, call you, got, him? you can call him if you want. On the, I, would, I would say call him live on air and just say, hey, we're friends of... Shannon, and she left Central Florida and hasn't called nobody. No, that, this is the number that she can be reached at. That's a little illegal. Or is that a little yeah. too... Yeah, yeah. Um, we can, we can okay. have Chunks call and not put anybody's voice on the air. All right, that would be even better. I will take a break. We'll come back. It's a hideout. Real Radio, 104.1. Talking to Nightmare Dave about his situation, which we all called and he didn't want to see on Thursday. But I guess when you're that deep into, hey, I don't know if my chick's left me, but I haven't heard from her. Uh, she said everything was fine when she left. Let me ask you, what what emotion do you feel more uh, than anything else tonight? Tonight? Um, when you found out the uh, truth. When I, when I found out the truth? I I was extremely livid. I just I was at a loss for words. I didn't know what to think, what to do, how to feel because it it's like I got someone said, "Hey, look over there," and then kicked me in the junk, and then ran away. You think it's just like that? Because we'll do it. Yeah. Hey, look over there. I probably wouldn't feel it right now as it is. You won't be using it for a while. Oh, Not like someone else's. Yeah. Good old Ben. Big Ben, they probably call it. She probably calls him. Death Cat Cutie likely. coming up next. Hulking Ben down there. Not likely. So no. what's um what's next now then, Nightmare Dave? You gonna burn her stuff? Not sure about burning her stuff yet. I probably will. Actually, some of it I might give away because I know people that could use some of the stuff that I got. But would you take it back? Would you take her back? Well, here's the that's, there's here's there's this here's the interesting twist about that. Is the reason why she won't call me and won't give me that final conversation is because I believe, and her mom agrees with me, that she has in her head that as long as she doesn't hear me say, I don't want to ever see her again, or I give her that final kiss off, that she feels that it'll leave me in limbo, and she knows it will because I don't get my full closure. That'll leave me in limbo long enough that if things don't work out with this guy, she might be able to come crawling back to me, and I might say yes and take her back. As much as I don't want to and much as I wouldn't want to, I can't honestly say I would not right now unless I get that last final phone call. That's the only reason why I'm threatening to distribute the little video that we made. So now you would distribute. I'll, I'll send it to all her family, all her friends. Wow. I, I found out the town she's in is really small. I'm going to make a case of them things, go out there and put it on every windshield and every mailbox and, and def- deface her in that town so she'll get ridiculed and... Want to run away and leave? What about moving on? Have you thought about that? Ben has. <laughs> yeah, you don't see ass. him crying. <clears throat> oh, well, it's because he's getting it. It's because he's got real music weekends. <laughs> was it really that good? <laughs> yeah, it was. 
Dude, all right, you, you're looking back with love goggles. She didn't do anything. She didn't have a job. She was always online. She was me. <laughs> she was Matt Albert. You were dating yeah. a femme Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Same way. Think about it. <laughs> not, not even close. All right, Bong Swap Matt says, I know where she got the money. I saw her on the Internet, some website called www.nerdywobblyh.com. <laughs> ben. Oh. No, see, Hold I'm, on a I'm, I'm a bit of an old-fashioned guy, so I didn't really care that she sat on a button, did nothing. I'd make all the money. I didn't really care. She'd be a, you know, the stay-at-home wife or whatever. I didn't. That didn't bother me so much. Mm, all right, hold on. People want to talk to you. Words of encouragement. Bobby Hill, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey, Posh. Hey, Dubs. Yo. Hey, uh, hey Nightmare Dave. Bobby. Oh, he's calling you a crybaby. Whatever. I'm not crying about it. I'm just bitching about it right now. I got all the crying done. Oh, hold on a second. Derek in Orlando has some legal advice. What's up, Derek? Hey, man. You got to man up, Nightmare Dave. Man up, Nightmare Dave. Man up. You can't distribute that tape around town like that. That's, that's just low, man. Just I, let us in the hideout watch yeah, it. Yeah, just let us watch it. I have to agree. <laughs> I think distributing it is a bit over the line. Yeah. Maybe post some stills. Let me ask you. Let me ask you right now. If she came back today and said, you know what, I messed up, I don't know what I did, would you take her back? Probably. Oh, you're a dumbass. I, I hate to be an ass, but you see I know, I know. No, 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 you don't, you don't. Dave, I love you to death. You have a tattoo of my name on your body. You are a moron. Why on earth? I would use the oh. C word right now. Why on earth would you take... All right, I would take her back under certain conditions. No, 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 no. You know what if it is? I did, if you know I what's did. funny? You know what's funny? We all watch these movies where the woman gets beaten and constantly goes back to the guy. This is different because it isn't physical, but she has mentally abused you in a way that you can't, you can't even fathom right now. That's true. And you're that woman who has been beaten with the black guy that says, mm-hmm. I love him, I'll take him back. You, I don't know, I feel like that woman. Don't press charges. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't you see that? Don't take it yeah, back from I me. Do. I deserve it. <laughs> I, I my, must have done it. I couldn't provide enough for her. No, I don't feel that way. I just My problem is, is I just it's hard for me to be alone, and I feel like you know, I don't want to be alone. Dude, is, you were that woman. Yeah. You are that woman. That woman uses that exact same excuse. Get some cats. What's so hard with being alone? And how long would you be alone? Well, the last time it was over four years. That's, Dude, that's not an eternity. To me, it felt like it. So you'd rather go back with a chick who's going to cheat on you, maybe steal from you. She never then, stole from me. Then, that's one. Oh, come on now. No, she didn't you ever... don't know now. More than likely, she probably well, did. Well, actually, if she's I take cheating that, on I you, she's likely stealing from well, you. Well, I actually, I take that back. When she left, I've found four DVDs now that mm-hmm. mine. That she, she left a couple of hers, but she took some of mine. She stole that's your she heart, Dave. She stole your heart. Gibbs brings yeah. up a good point. What about that heart that's missing? It doesn't bother you that she doesn't care about. The, everything she's done and you would still consider taking her back uh, you know if you took her back and you brought her to open door everyone would just look at her and then kind of laugh at you and go what the hell's he thinking you know they're laughing now because you just said you would take this chick back yeah i don't i no respect for yourself none no. even matt albert at this point has more respect for himself 
That's not a joke. That's like that's true. I can't believe you just said that. Oh. The Jets are probably banging her too. <laughs> Shane in Orlando, you're in the hot. Chad Payton. Yeah, uh, yeah this, this is coming for the dude whose chick is cheating on him. Uh huh. Yeah, basically, man, I, I think that uh, you deserve it if you're willing to, you know, be able to. If you're the type of person that wants her to come back, then you deserve it. So, like, if you want her to do it again, you definitely deserve it, man. Yeah, if you invite her back into your life, dude, she will do it again. Yeah, that's true. I, this isn't what you want to hear, is it? Not really. But I mean, I mean the Jets. I oh well, the song. Oh, I don't care about the song. <laughs> the song doesn't bother me at all. But, yeah. No, I'm, this is sad, bro. I've never seen a man this deflated. Yeah, right now, right now, I just right now, I've learned that the last year and a half of my life has been nothing but a sham, and it's I just that don't know po- where to. I don't just don't know where to start over. Now again. that part, I can understand. That I could understand why you would be so upset. That I completely, you know what? I hear you, bro. That I understand. But the taking her back? Mm-hmm. It's true. You just don't want to be alone. You'll you find on. someone else. You'll find someone better. Someone who won't treat you that way. Why don't you go find a new chick? You know how many women are out there? What is it? Uh, no one won't be with me, though. Three billion. Stamper was saying it the other day. Like six bil- plus billion people on this earth. More than half of them have Virginias. You know what? I have three words for him. Hmm. Massage therapist Kimmy. Nice. Make a run of that. Massage therapist Kat. Yes. Well, that those are the two I've, I've already thought about that. Uh, I'm, like Kimmy's to start taken. to talk. Oh, Kimmy's Kimmy's taken. Taken. Well, okay. she, here's the thing about her. A lot of guys want her, uh, but she, her heart is set on Misfit Matt for some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. And he well, keeps giving her the cold shoulder. Yeah. Well, on Thursday night... Here in the, Hideout High School. Yeah, Thursday night was the first night I met Kat, and I can definitely say I was intrigued by her. Of course, look at those boobs. Yeah, that new short haircut, and it's hot. Yeah. She was giving but, me a massage, and I was looking down her shirt, and I'm thinking, hey, that's a place I could finish. Yeah. But, but, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a big boob man. <laughs> you are. And, you're a boob. Oh, yeah. My, uh, We've heard my that. La- my, last two, my last two chicks both had D-size. Oh, D's? Yeah. Hmm. That's that's something you're into. I don't care. Oh, yeah. We don't judge. <laughs> D for disloyal. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's... And right that's now a, I deep... never looked at it that way, Matt. That was, that's and a good right now it, you're you know? D for desperate, and I don't yeah. like to see yeah. it. I like to see you uh, as a confident man. Well, I'm going to hopefully get my Hold confidence up. Hold on a second. Uh, Your girl's on the phone. Dave's girlfriend, you're in the hideout. Hi, this is Sharon. Oh, this, uh, Midnight Dave, you gotta get over me. I, uh, Midnight Dave, I like to bang all the men. Oh, see, Midnight Dave? <laughs> what was her name? Shannon. Shannon. Just take a break and come. People have plenty of ideas. For, let's go through a couple more calls, okay? Craig in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Craig? Hey, Dave, I was just thinking, uh, you know what goes good with this story? Mascara. Oh, he's saying. Well, up the skirt, move on. <laughs> It's a pretty dress you're wearing. Yeah. Well, all I can say is uh, the nightmare aspect of me is coming back full in effect. I'm beginning to train to get back in the ring. Are you going to wrestle again? I'm start wrestling again. Start with a guy named Ben? No. Do you have his phone number? Yes, I do. I'm going to hand it over to Gibbs and see if he wants to go on the air. If he answers. From what I've heard that he... do that? Whenever... Yeah, we'll, we'll ask him if he wants to be on the air. Actually, let's hand that over to Chunks. 
Uh, give the phone number to Chunk. She'll go into the room and call him and see if he'll go on the air with us. Uh, that's provided he answers, because from what I've heard, he'll actually deny he even knows anybody named Shannon. So uh, there's a possibility he won't even answer. But. Maybe that's something you should do. Deny you know her. My problem, my whole problem with that, though, is the insane thing is that I'm still, her parents still see me as one of their kids, because I've known the family like a year before. Mm. I even, Ew, you're existed. banging your sister? That's, that's, no. that's grody. I know no, we're not in, in that sense. I know we're in okay. Florida, but, yeah. you know, don't fall in with it, the stereotypes. It, it, it's the South, but it really isn't. Exactly. Central no, Florida. Not, not family in the that South sense. End. I'm ex- what, what you would call extended. Mm-hmm. I'm not blood, but... Like it a was cousin. Something. Yeah. No, not like a cousin. You're, <laughs> you're baiting me. A bad uncle. It's a hideout. You baited her. Real Radio 104.1. What is wrong? Can it be my daylight clothes, or is it just my daylight What I do ain't Nightmare Dave in here. We're talking about his girlfriend leaving him for another dude. We're going to call the dude. Chunks is going to call him off the air and see if we can get convince him to come on the air. <laughs> Chunks, you know the uh, you got you know the deal. You got to tell him who you are. Or even if you can get her on the phone to get her come on the air, I'll. I'll have yeah, Ben or Shannon. Now hold on a second before you call. Let's say you get Shannon on the phone. What are you going to say to her? Well, if this will be my only chance, if this is my only chance to talk to her, to give her my goodbyes, oh, don't do that music. Um, I will say my goodbyes, and I will be able to wash my hands of her. And why don't you say it? she's dead to Hold me? On. And I don't want to ever hear from her again. Why don't you say it now to Central Florida? And she's then, not hearing it. No, maybe she, she needs to hear. It. No, no, no. Maybe she's in the podcasting. Not likely. It's very likely. Just say it. Just like, practice it. What do you think she'd say to you if her throat was clear to talk? <laughs> I don't ben know. wasn't I don't, I, in the way, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, understand. I know exactly. Pile up. Don't pile on. <laughs> what, tell me. Say, I just want you to say Shannon, and then what you're going to say, just so you can practice it, so you don't cry like a baby. Cry now when you're not talking to her, and not when we talk to her. Come on, say. No, I don't know. I want to wait till I talk to her. No, come on, dude. You gotta, uh, you know, get it out there. It'll be easier when you uh, actually get to do it. You have that tattoo on your body. Be somebody. Emote. <laughs> no, I'd rather, I'd rather just say it to her. Uh, you know, I, I bet Ben's in a sensitive, emotional guy. He lets this out. He's a little That's, kid. Well, he's probably an emo kid. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Wearing a hoodie right now. You know, Hawthorne Heights, Click Five. <laughs> Probably loves that stuff. He's probably listening Death to Boys Cat. of Summer. Death Cab for Cutie. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, congratulations to Bob of Apopka who won a TV. Bob? Or didn't win, won a qualification. Won a qualification for a TV. What about Bob? He's qualified. Oh. <laughs> Say it, Dave. Seriously, come on. Be somebody. Step up. We need something. Well, let's see if, Chuck, let's see if Chunks can get on air first. All right. So I can just do it once. You leave the mic on, stand away from it, and call. Yeah, stand away. Let's hear you call. Don't say the number out loud, stupid. Yeah, I don't do that. Eight, seven. Was this your song? No. But this is how you're feeling. Yeah. What song was your song? I'm not going to tell you because I don't want to hear it. Come on. No. Let's add to the show. Let's get all this out here. Was it Indianapolis, my home sweet home? (laughs) No. (laughs) What song did you play before the Indianapolis? Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not. Is it ringing, Chunks? 
Is it ringing? It's ringing, he says. And it keeps on ringing. No one will answer. I'm going to leave him a message. Don't. All right, leave him a message. Hey, what's up, Ben? How you doing? This is uh, Benicio with uh, <laughs> The Hideout uh, on Real Radio down in Orlando. Hey, man, uh, I want to ask you a question, so give me a call back here. It's a toll-free number. Number. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. If you got a singular phone, it's star one zero six one. I'm not joking around. Star one zero four one. Talk to you. It's really important. Star one zero four one. Thanks. Later, dude. <laughs> you said star one zero six one. You said star one zero six one. Are we working on the queue again? I'm getting things screwed up, man. I said, uh, whatever. You got your. You want me to leave him another message? No, don't yes. harass him. Don't <laughs> harass him. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't know it was me, though. I went for my alias. Benicio? Yeah. <laughs> you have her number? I was thinking with my head. She doesn't have a number. Actually, from what I heard, that she, her, or his parents are going to get her cell phone or something. I don't know. I don't really Dave, know. look at me. It's over. Say it to yourself. Wouldn't your parents pretty much disown you if you brought her back to that house? Actually, I could not bring her back to the house. My dad has made it adamant that she's no longer welcome to even set foot. What does that tell you? Well, I understand where my parents are coming from. Why do you need closure to tell her? I don't know. It just helps. Say it out loud, dude. Yeah. Just say it it out there. Say, Shannon, it's over. Just say it. Look at Matt Albert. Pretend that it's Shannon. Essentially, it is. It makes me want to vomit. (laughs) Mm. I smelled it, too. (laughs) Hey, I'm doing this to help you. (laughs) Come on, Dave. Say it. I'll play EverQuest. I'll pretend. here's, Here's the thing. Look down. Listen to the music. Start it with Shannon. And then say what you would say, and we'll be quiet. Yes, uh, we're going to be quiet. The only thing that you will hear is your own words in your headphones. I'm turning off my mic. And I hope that you burn in hell for what you did. And for putting your family in the middle of it was even worse. But I do want to just definitely say thank you that you made me realize that I could love again. But now I don't know. I will definitely miss you. But I don't ever want to see you again. I don't ever want to hear from you again. You're dead to me and I want to live you. <laughs> I'm not funny. Dave. That was fantastic. Seriously, my friend. Hey, right here. Some of that right pound. There. It's great. Much love. Oh, she just called. She wants to go back with you. Dave, I know that was tough. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure. Very courageous of you. There are girls out there right now who are crying, thinking, why can't I find a man like that? He's right here, right? ladies. He's yeah, got I took, I, I, I def- I'm a guy willing to defile my body for the woman I love. That's what kind true. of woman wouldn't want that? Why, you you know, got a hideout tattoo? You have yeah. an extra space for a flight to Las Vegas. Yeah. For the right woman. Dave, 
proud of you, man. Well, I just want to thank you guys for giving me the, the opportunity to really Vince? get it off my chest and vent. Do you feel better? Yeah, I feel a lot better. It's fantastic. That's why we're here. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Right, here's a Shannon here in the hideout. Hey Dave, it's over. I like Nerd Dong. I'm not, can I get Putin's number? All right, so <laughs> she likes Nerd Dong and she wants Putin's number. Wow, oh, that's <laughs> nerdiest of the nerds. Right, you know what, Dave? Here, are some girls who want to be with you now. This is fantastic. Girls calling up saying what he just said poured his heart out. Yeah. You guys really like to pick a man when he's down on you. I don't know what you're talking about. Hold on, especially you. Especially you, J Dubs. Hold on a Man, second. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna make an example out of you if you really want to. I'm gonna drag you in the ring and you'll be my first match back if you want. All right, hold on a second. Why don't you drag her down from Indiana? Let's go to uh, who is this? Hey you guys, it's good on Ben. Ben. Ben Stone. Yeah, uh, I know I uh, stole uh, Dave's chicken and everything and he's uh, crying, but I was uh, working on some imaging for the station <laughs> here and. Uh, just want to let him know we got Brandt on the weekend. We got some uh, new Jamiroquai. Uh, you're yeah. the brother of Dan, not. Uh, yeah, I beat it. <laughs> hey, what's your EverQuest name? So that way, at least people uh, don't say it on the air. But do you have it? Her well, her main character name, yeah. Really? It's the name she's been using since she started EverQuest. Oh, do you wow. think if you went on to EverQuest, you could oh, find yeah. her? Oh yeah. I have the name on almost every character she's ever made on EverQuest, so I I know I could definitely track her to there, but I don't want to. I'm so burnt out on EverQuest. I don't I don't even like to say the name of that game. Hi, Dave. There it is. I hope we can help. You know we're here for you. Anytime you need it. Yeah. Do a Dave dating game. Maybe next go round. I don't care. That's cool. Whatever. I just I just know I need I want to start dating as quickly as possible because that'd be the best <laughs> way to get easy to go with. Yeah. But with my luck. I'll probably be alone for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's how you attract the ladies. Yeah. You gotta have some confidence, my friend. Dude, you just I've never had Matt Albert. Yeah, I think I You were a very confident man when you first started. Now, by the in. way. That's because I had a woman. Now, hold on a second. Let me say this. Matt, do you now realize what you appear like? Yeah, I don't want to be like him. <laughs> do you realize You're a loser. You suck. <laughs> That's what you are. No offense, Dave, but that's why you are a virgin. Look at this. I'm changing. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go well, do good, something I'm, with my I'm, life. I'm glad I've been able to inspire now, you, Matt. Why don't you guys become uh, kind of dating buddies and help each other out, like keep each other in check? He's the Seriously, ghost of my, he's the ghost of my future. Uh, <laughs> Chris <You> suck. <laughs> I suck. I know. How was that? Dave one and Dave two. <laughs> it's oh. a hideout oh. Little radio one hundred four point one. You're listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. and Sammy Bateman in here with you. Hope you're enjoying your night. And I hope everyone on the cruise is having a good time. And I'm sure Matt Albert is drunk and stumbling around. At least that's the reports I've gotten already. Since Matt is already on the monster cruise, I'm sure he's uh, real comfortable because he had a great start when he first met the monsters. 
You know, the time where we tricked him into thinking he broke Dirty Jim's guitar. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. So, Dirty Jim's guitar hey, yeah, on the is in side, here. Bro, <laughs> and Matt Albert's stumbling in here, just because his knees are wobbly. And he knocks over the guitar, and lo and behold, there's now a huge hole in the guitar that you caused. You punctured a hole in the guitar. So you broke Dirty Jim's I'm guitar. Screwed. Yeah, I'm going to go cry now. How about we do this? Why don't you record an apology right now that we can at least play back on the air tomorrow? All right. Dirty Jim, it, me, Matt Albert, am sorry for whatever thing I did to your guitar. I didn't realize it. I was distracted at the moment. That didn't sound heartfelt. I'm not going to lie to you. Don't want to what do you want from me? You're going to be as alive as Big Pond when it's all done. Matt's not, Matt's not a player. Just what's a lot? Crush. All right, welcome Riding back. my little scooter everywhere. Welcome, <laughs> welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, so uh, let me recap for you what happened. at the ver- As you even heard the out music start, the mm-hmm. very end of the show last night, we're about to get out of here, and... Uh, Matt is walking into the studio because for some reason Matt Albert, who has just joined the show, third of my, always comes in and out of the studio. He's mm-hmm. always just wandering around. He's a wanderer. I pace a lot. So anyway, Matt comes back into the studio and kicks over Dirty Jim's guitar. It wasn't a kick. I touched it by accident and it fell. And you, it, you make it, it seem like I wound gi- up like A.J. Feely. It was a pretty gingerly uh, swing of your foot. And so now there was a big hole on the top of the guitar that I guess happened from hitting the wheel or something after you kicked the it. The wheel of the chair that's still there. That's the real perpetrator. But uh, Notice both of you are black. We, Why is he smiling? And we can't, we can't blame two inanimate objects. Hey. You're about as useful as... <laughs> You basically just sit there like a piece of furniture all the time. When you're not walking around kicking over guitars that belong to uh, the Monsters in the Morning. Badass morning show. Love them. Here's the biggest problem, too. They're our friends. They've done so much for us, and we hang out at the events all the time. I've gone gone to movies with Blackbean and Drunky. That's why it concerns me so much, because I know they're friends of the show... You want to be, we want to be nice and friendly with them. I wanted to make a good impression. I still haven't <laughs> met them yet. I wanted to meet them on good terms, but it ain't turning out like that. No, it's just it. <laughs> right. Uh, it's to me copied in dubs, chunks, and the. Okay. A woman I respect very much. Though. Absolutely. To rise that high in a man-driven world, I mean, Chris, stop, suck up. stop, stop sucking up, dude. Uh, El and Hef- she's beautiful. El Jefe. Inappropriate. El Jefe, could I, could I talk to your intern, Pat Albert, please? <laughs> All right, now here's the thing. This is the part that kills uh, hold on. me. And then here's the next. I would like to talk to him about the, the guitar in the studio. Here's the big part. Off air is fine. Ah! I, I almost <laughs> lost the bow bowl just then when I read it. I was like, but, no. By the way, who got for the bow bowl this last go-around, Gibbs? 
Matt Brakely from Orlando. Uh, Mike, he, Matt Brakely? Congratulations. Yeah, Brakely. <laughs> yeah. Matt Brakely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ironic. With the chance. Wow. With really? the freaking chance. But you can call him Pat. <laughs> Thank you, Russ Rollins, Monsters, underneath. Dude. Yeah, off air is fine is the line that just solidifies you. And the fact that it's copied to Catherine. What are you going to (laughs) do? Now, did Chunks, you went online to price some of the guitars? Yeah. Uh, It's not looking good. How Uh, much? I found a couple... And since it was signed by Holland Oates, we're forgetting that what? as well. Yeah, yeah, Holland Oates. That's who signed it. Mm-hmm. And I heard that today from, <laughs> from a very angry Dirty Jim. Holland Oates autographed guitar. That's a Takamini, right? Yes. Yeah, they're not uh, ex- inexpensive at all. They're uh, kind of higher end. How much, Chunks? Oh, I don't know. With the Holland Oates, I'd say twelve hundred probably to replace that one. But there's also the sentimental value. Because now it's just hauling ats. The O's gone. Crushed right out of it by Matt Albert. Well, Matt's independently wealthy. That should be just a drop in the bucket for him. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have to work. He just lives off his money. Dude, when are you going to meet and talk off-air with Russ Rollins? Whenever he feels like it. Whenever he's in the happiest mood, I'll do it. I'll do it now. I'll 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 go to his house. No, what are you gonna stalk him now? You're not. No, no. I'm, with the... all due respect, I'll I'll do whatever. He, I'll meet him wherever he wants. I'll meet him on a field, a, a cornfield, like in casino, if he wants corn me to. Cornfield. <laughs> what are you talking about? Cornfields. You're you ever babbling seen casino? on. When they never no, I haven't at seen the end. I haven't yeah. seen yeah. it. Yeah, it's not joke time, Matt. It's not. It's the most nervous of jokes you you will ever say. You didn't have to deal with Hold it up. this morning. Hold on. Russ is on the phone. Oh, oh. I'm sorry, <laughs> oh, bruh. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, I don't know. What do I'm you sorry, bruh. I just only think. Are you ready? Uh, Russ, welcome to the hideout, Russ. You're so dead, fat boy. You're so dead. <laughs> oh, that's not Russ. Oh, I thought that was Russ. <laughs> that's not cool. Not you cool. should have seen him freaking out. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's great. You're so screwed. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Track. Stay away, mother... It's just one of those days. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. What I've got in front of me, Hefe, over this whole... Uh... Oh, man. Okay. Matt Albert breaking Dirty Jim's guitar, and then the email we got from Russ. I just got a message from another monster. Black Bean. <laughs> I'm sorry, Black Bean. Black Bean says, this dude, Pat Albert, does not sound sincere at all. What? He blanked up. You can tell him that. How, sinc- how sincere do you want me to say it? This is how just... Unbelievably jittery my voice is. I can't sound any more sincere than really? I am right now. My nerves are shot. It's like I've been in a war zone for 24 hours. I cannot... Stop banging on I, the desk. That's, that's your job. I'm sorry. I can't... <laughs> uh, I just... Right, here's, here's the funny thing. I can't tell whether or not you're messing up or not. To me, it sounds like you're reading a game show as much as you're messing up while you're trying to talk. All right, so message... Do you want to read this? To, uh, make sure it's real. Come here. 
Matter it is. It went to the. Uh, oh. Yeah. All right. What's well, there? All right. Do you have any ideas on what you can do to make good to the monsters? <clears throat> I know the guitar was his prized possession. Yes. Which. With you know the Hall and Oates uh, signature, <laughs> his autograph, his autograph guitar, you moron. I have, I wrote, I know, I have one prize possession that I can trade that has a signature on them, that a band that I like, something I use every day. I have uh, hotlines ringing. My uh, my spit it out. My Xbox I use every day. I play. Who's it signed by? It's signed by Switchfoot. Who? Switchfoot. They sang the song Stars. They had that other big hit. And uh, I... Must be big. You can't even remember it. I, I can barely remember my middle name right now. I... I Gordon. Jerome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't, Darnell. Didn't, uh, didn't that uh, prize possession was, that was signed by the band, wasn't it this one? Maneater. No. Oh, dude. Hey, maybe if your uh, Xbox is signed by Hall & Oates. Is this the same Xbox you tell me you never play because you prefer PS2? <laughs> I didn't say that. I play EA MVP hey, don't on get that angry. game. We don't don't M- break stuff. Calm down. Yeah. Calm down. Quit swinging your hands around. We're in enough trouble because of you. Seriously, stop. Right, hold on, hold on. You hold are on. seriously hold killing on. me hold inside. On. Hold on. No, <laughs> Your arteries, the cholesterol, the diabetes. I, hey, I, we aren't the ones who went Lord of the Dance on the uh, guitar. All right, on the hotline. If you want to try to apologize now, it's Dirty Jim. Dirty Jim, welcome to the Hideout on World Radio 104.1. Hello, how are you boys doing? Oh, it's Dirty Jimmy, Dirty Jimmy the Jill. It's not very nice of you to break that expensive guitar, Matt. You're in a lot of trouble. Oops. <laughs> I can still almost hear him talking as if he was in the hallway. <laughs> what are you laughing for? Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing. All right, hold on a sec. All right, so your idea is to break an autographed Xbox you never play. I play it every <laughs> damn day. You talk- I have a... I have a 27-year dynasty on that thing right now I'm playing. Because you told me earlier you never play it. I did not. And You, you are trying to screw me, you bastard. You're, you're not going to do this. You're running a 21-year-old uh, dynasty on Poontang, or lack thereof it. Uh, well, that was quiet. What? Pack my fanny? No. All right, hold on a second. Dave in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Dave? Sorry, didn't get a nice hey, pop like you kicking over a guitar. Or revelations humor. All right, hold on. We can't... The, there's a phone caller. All right? We're trying to listen to the phone call. That's why you should get headphones. Or are you going to break those, too? All right, Dave in Just Orlando. throw something at me. Sorry. Go ahead, Dave. No problem. Hey, Matt, it's time to be honest. Time to come out and tell them what really happened. What happened? Right, you, you, need, you need to come out and tell him that you mistook the guitar for one of your shoes, and he put <laughs> a giant mammoth elephant foot through it. That's where the, the hole came from. Is that what happened? You thought they were snowshoes. You're about to uh, go on a... Uh... I'm not a Yeti. I'm not Bigfoot. I'm not Sasquatch. You look a lot like him. I'll tell you that much. Only with my shirt off. I, I didn't even realize this until Giant Brian brought it up. Does Hefe know how much further this pushes back any chance of him getting rent money? 
Mm-hmm. That never even crossed my mind. It crossed my mind. Sid and I, I called Sid Kata today, and we were giggling about it. Sid wouldn't have broke it. All right. Uh, he sat on it. He would have had he it fixed by it. now. All right, so hideout, we're ready on 104.1. What can Matt do to make good to the monsters? Ethan in Titusville. What do you got, Ethan? Oh, man, uh, I just need to say that uh, he's screwed. He just needs to skip town before uh, Dirty Jones comes and kills him. All right, how about that? How about just leave? I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> I'm Mayo right now. I got nowhere else to go. Be the Midnight Express. Just go. So other than... Other than breaking your Xbox that you never play. I play it every day. That's how I got 27 years on that damn uh, Dynasty I got. You told me it's no good to you because you don't even have the uh, accessory that lets you watch DVDs on it. I don't have to watch DVDs. I have my PS2 to watch DVDs. Your choice machine. It's not my choice machine. My Xbox is my choice machine. (laughs) That's not what you said when we were walking up. Dude, I just got a, I just got a, I just got a call back here, and it's worrying me because I've never heard Bean. Bean actually called me up. I've never heard him have a solemn voice. He's always joking and always happy and always like well, well natured. Uh, no, not this time. He goes, hey, I just want you to know that Russ and Dirty Jim are both listening, and they're livid right now. I'm serious, dude. That's exactly what he told me. And you know why? Because you're giggling. Because you're I'm making jokes giggling. and you're giggling. How am I giggling in any way? This is how I sound when I'm un... <laughs> Get it together, big man. Hold on. Sound sincere. Put a full sentence together. Because I haven't even heard an apology yet. Mm-mm. I've apologized to the fake Russ that called. I don't... Well, I was... when you said bra? That was a nervous je- <laughs> thing that I couldn't... <laughs> you can't even finish the sentence, dude. We're in radio. Let's go to Eric in Lake County. You're in the hideout. What's up, Eric? Hey, man. What's going on? Matt, just shut up. Don't say another word. You just pulled the ultimate Munson. Yeah, you pulled a Munson. Thurman, don't you wish you were in that plane? No. Big Earn? I think you meant Kingpin. Oh. I wish you were in the plane. Hmm. The Cessna? You think he could fly in a Cessna or he's too big? Matt. I think if he put propellers on him, he could be one. Alright, he won't giggle. Amelia Fat Heart. <laughs> he's smiling. Look at him smile. Mm-hmm. It's not a smile. Just a knowing grin that I am screwed beyond belief. Have you come up with anything yet that you're going to do to make good? He was too busy up all last night celebrating and having a little laugh to himself there. Mm-hmm. I hate you, Tony. I got one over on him. Kyle in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Kyle? Hey, what's up? Hey, guys, I love the show. Mom, Matt Albert, you need to be somebody. You need to man up and be somebody. All right, now, what are you, now how would you be somebody? You think he goes into there into the month? You approach him like a man, and, you know, and you either offer what you could do to um, either replace it or or that Xbox idea. Crap. It's more like your X more than than the Xbox is. And here's the other thing too. He won it. Yeah, he didn't even pay any good 
hard-earned money for it. He wanted, what hard-earned money? He wanted exactly. The, he wanted from the junkies. You think Dirty Jim's gonna care that you smash a toy? Do you honestly think he's gonna care about that? Why don't you just step on Tonka trucks afterwards? I'll break all my micro machines and save them up. Is there anything? Seven. Is there anything you won't do to try to make good? For the shows. I and, can't swim. And holds the <laughs> I can't swim. I don't want to break the stereotype. <laughs> How about we go throw you in the middle of Lake Jessup? I can't swim. Then that's... You have to be fairly buoyant. You don't need no, to swim. No, actually, that, I, I'm not. I almost drowned a couple of times. <laughs> then that's what you do. You swim. <laughs> Dude, is there anything you won't do? Is it, Not swimming. Okay, fine. Uh, I w- nothing with bugs. <laughs> now you're laying out all these stipulations. <laughs> no, no water, no bugs. I right, hold on. What if we got five tarantulas? No, no. I would never be able to close my eyes again. I, w- I, I would never be able to. I, I would never be able to close my eyes again. And if he can't close his eyes, he can't walk around and walk into things. Because oh, yeah, they make you more alert. Doesn't CJ have a tarantula that we could bring in? Yeah, I can ask her. I, I'm pretty sure she does. I saw a picture on her MySpace of it. I think she's got a snake too. How about she's got a bunch of like weird stuff that would drive Matt insane? How about <laughs> you like that kind of bug? How about we bring you into the monsters? You take off your shirt. <laughs> He's itching right now. And we set the tarantula right on your belly. <laughs> And it crawls, it crawls all the way to your neck, and then we take it off. Oh Jesus! Could you do that? Oh Lord! You broke a twelve hundred dollar guitar. You got bugs on you. Yeah, get away from me! You did. You were proving dead. <laughs> what was that? Oh my God! Oh. Screw it! Oh. What did you say? I could not hold that. <laughs> what was that? It's the Hideout Row Radio. Seriously. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104. Point. Phones are jam-packed. Yeah. <laughs> what did you throw on him? Not that he thought it was bugs. It's a piece of paper. <laughs> All right, Matt Albert is broken. Dirty Jim's guitar. It happened at the very end of the show last night. Then I get an email from Russ Rollins that says, um, El Jefe, could I talk to your intern, Pat Albert, please? I would like to talk to him about the guitar in the studio. Off air is fine. Thank you, Russ Rollins. Monsters. We'll take your calls and suggestions. So far, here's what Matt Matt threw out. Hey, why don't I break my Xbox that I never play that's autographed by a no-name band? And from the note he gave me, he's like, I don't what? think I should have to do anything for those pussies. Shut up. That's what Why did that say that? <laughs> you, you bastard. You know. No. I have it right here. No. <laughs> I, I see it. You're an ass. You're both. Casey in Tampa, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Casey? Look, guys, you know what the monsters would say. Punish. 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 All right, how do we do it? That's the question. I think you should start by not writing any more of these notes. I did not write a note. All right, here's what we ought to do. You can do that all you want. I have it right in front of you. It's fake. I'm letting the listeners know. 
This right here. Hold on Go a second. Go to live reads. What are you doing? Hold on a second. Here's You hate bugs, and we have suggested that maybe you come in on the monsters. You lay down on the table here, and you allow a tarantula to be placed on your bare belly and let it crawl to your neck. How do you feel about worms? I don't... I Cover your neck in worms, your stomach in tarantulas. What are you mouthing, no? <laughs> no! Dude, you got to do something to make good. And we put a, a few flies up your nose. And we call it a day. Mariner in the hideout. What do you got, Mariner? Hey, what's going on? Hey, brother. Hey, hey, I've been listening to the station for uh, over 12 years now, and I think I've got Dirty Jim pretty figured out. Okay. It's very simple. Years ago, he brought up a story about a catfish. He has a passion, almost a love, a commitment for catfish. All all Matt's got to do is just buy him a nice catfish dinner, and all will be well. Uh, yeah, just maybe buying some catfish. How about and that? As for, as for, and as for putting tarantulas on his stomach, I don't think there's enough tarantulas in Central Florida. That is true. We need, like, a horse spider. Look at that, your arch nemesis in a time of need trying to help you out. That is true. I'm surprised he didn't bring up Wasp. You... Oh, because that was an 80s bag. Dude, look what I found. Oh, for look at that. Alright, hold on a second. Let's go to Chris in Orlando. Hey, Chris. Hey, I got a question. Mm-hmm. How about he does some of the uh, premiere of the uh, Predators game? Since he's so fat, they can use him as a tackling dummy. And if there's anything left, Russ and uh, Dirty Jim can have them. I, I like that. How about maybe you do something out at the Preds? Because uh, I know the Monsters are going to be out at Pred Fest this Friday. Matt Robbie Miller says they don't have a chance. What? About the Predator? You no, no, they're a good team. They got Gruden going all the way. Gruden and Bushy are coming in on the show on Thursday. No, they're, they're good Owner people. and the coach. I, no, I love his brother. I love, and him. They're great. They're good people. You wrote me a note. Why can't he make it in the NFL? He he could have been a quarterback in the NFL. He was a good quarterback in the Arena Football League. Here's so, Chunks' uh, dad. You're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's going on, Pops? Hey, guys. How you doing? All right. I, I'd have called you sooner, but I was in a bad car wreck. I was trying to eat myself while I was driving. <laughs> Listen, I have a few suggestions. Bear with me here for a moment. All righty. First of all, you can't do the tarantula thing because the spiders would fall into the canyon, the navel, on their way to the breast of Sheba. <laughs> okay? Secondly... He's so big, he can't hide. Where's he going to hide? I mean, it's like putting a turd in a sauna. You know it's there, but you can't see it. <laughs> now, after that, if he is going to worry, you know, we're worried about Dirty Jim here we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, Dirty Jim has spent six years learning how not to play the guitar. <laughs> so it's important that we take this we take this very seriously. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, we know he can't swim because he'll sink like the Lusitania. Yes. We know he can't hide because it's like, you know, I mean... The only suggestion I have, and it involves hiding. I mean, you can't go anywhere because, I mean, it's like Sasquatch. He'll be sighted everywhere. Right. I think that we should hide him in my happy camper fat sack. And what that is is a two-person sleeping bag designed specifically for fat people. I We put him in a sleeping bag. No, no, no. My sleeping bag. I, it, it fits me and the wife, which is equal to one Matt Albert. <laughs> Okay, if he doesn't mind the smell of orange rinds, peanut shells, and KY. <laughs> now let me. That's ask. what his room smells like. But it, actually, it does. The room reeks now. How about this? How about the sleeping bag? Okay. And the bugs. 
sleeping bag and bugs is good because then it's like instead of fear factor, it'll be like queer factor. Right. I like it. And then they hey, can crawl into crevices. Another. Hey, somebody's here wants to say hi to him. All right. Uh, Bubba's here. Hang on a second. All right. He's, he's going to sing and then Bubba's going to talk. All right. All right. Hey, says Bubba, whoop ass, Wilson. I'm going to kick your ass behind the board on 4.1. Wow, that really doesn't sound like him. No. <laughs> no, I think Bubba's under oh. the weather. <laughs> well, Matt, it's up to you. Oh. You want to do the bug route? I, Hold on, Smack Daddy has an idea. What do you got, Smack Daddy? Hey, I got a good one. Mm-hmm. Tell him get butt naked, put on one of those uh, adult diapers. And drink citrate of magnesia until he soils himself. Now, here's the thing. We're already doing that on Friday. That's the problem. No. We're already doing that on Friday for the bowel bowl. What's wrong? What happened to him? I don't know. Someone came in and threw a bug on him. <laughs> he is upset right now. Now you're mad. Have you decided what you're going to do? I don't know. <laughs> Are you mad at Chunks right now? Uh, Chunks had to deal with a lot this morning, so I don't think he should be very mad at Chunks. All right, here's my idea, and you're going to have to agree to this. What do you got? (laughs) Is it a bug? It's on your back. (laughs) In your ears. All right, Matt. Matt. He is so pissed right now. I've never seen him this pissed. I have. We biting his lip. Scoot up to the mic. Here's what I think we ought to do. I think you come in here on the monsters in the morning. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe Thursday. And you wear a very large oversized diaper. And you allow us to pour bugs down the diaper. And if What's you, got you the most angry right now? And if you do that for 100... You're throwing the pin at me. Shut Ooh. the hell up. Because you kept talking over. Because you can't go get any headphones. You better deal with that. Uh-huh, yeah. So what are you going to do? I'm trying to help you out. You oh, yeah, yeah, way, this is helping me. Out of way to focus on what's really the problem. Not sure what I'm going to do. You better figure it out. I will. I will. What's the one thing you brought to the table? I don't know. Not sure. Still haven't figured that out. Hmm. This good goatee. Uh, Not sure what I'm doing. I'm just going to keep talking. Say what's on your mind. I can't. Why? Because. Uh, I could. Uh, I would definitely do the tarantula down the belly thing. I, I would totally creep out, though. How about this? Instead of on the belly, we just place it on the neck. 
That way you don't have to get shirtless. Oh. He's got a twitch going right now. That way you don't have to get shirtless, which I know you hate. Uh, we put it right on your neck. You lay back does here. Does it have poison in it? Of course. It's tarantula. Yeah, tarantulas. Yeah. But you're a big guy. It probably wouldn't kill you. Right away. Sure, I'd probably twitch a little bit like I'm doing now. No, there's no chance of you swinging around and killing the thing, is there? Because those no. are expensive. They need to owe somebody else something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... I, I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Here's what we'll do. When do you want to have the off-air talk with Russ? I'll do whenever he wants. All right, let's see if we can line that up. <laughs> You're twitching like Rain Man right now. Why are you twitching? I'll do the spiders. I guess I'll do the spiders. Unbelievable spider. nerves. It's not the bugs in your hair. Mike and O'Cali are in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, brother. Uh, just calling to let Matt know that Hall & Oates will be in concert February 13th in Clearwater. He wants to get some signed. All right, so maybe you get a new guitar and then head down and have Hall & Oates sign it. Or maybe have him sign that Xbox that you're bragging about. That you never play. All right. Anti-Matt, you're in the hideout. Man, King Kong's breathing kind of hard, ain't he? <laughs> I got an idea for you. Mm-hmm. Come on, I'll give you all one guess. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Have you bungee jumps straight to hell? Straight, nah, man, because then, you know. Purgatory? He, then he's got he's to gotta apologize to the devil for breaking that, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Matt, I don't know if this is all you've decided. I think you also need to write out a formal apology and read it on the air. Watch out, here he comes. He's a bug eater. Should he write it or should we write the, we write the apology? I think he should write it. And then he comes in on the monsters. He reads it, because you know he's great at reading. Mm-hmm. And then he lays down on the table, and the tarantula gets placed on his neck. Then he's got OTKS on the table. I say right on the floor. You cannot kill that spider, dude. Do you agree to these terms? Yes. And do you agree to the fact that they could be amended at any time? I guess. That's a, say yes. Yes. We'll chat with the monsters and see what happens. Would you like to apologize to me and Dubs for making us get the uh, the email from Russ? I'm sorry, Dubs. <laughs> Don't and, you uh, even. I, I'm going to be serious and, uh, now. I'm sorry, F.A. All right. <laughs> Let's take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. You're listening to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Continuing on with the Matt Albert Breaking Dirty Jim's Guitar Saga. Matt Albert finally faced the music when he went on the Monsters in the Morning. Here's a recap. It's the Hideout Mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1. Dirty Jim, what, what are your thoughts on him breaking your guitar? Uh, honestly, do you know what my thoughts are? Yeah. You owe me $800. $800? Plain and simple. Do you and your uncle have 800 bucks? No. If you break someone's guitar, don't you think you should at least say something? 
So let me get this right. You have no job. Uh, you don't know what you do here. You don't have any opinions for yourself. You 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 take advice from your uncle and you come in here and break our oh, stuff. I'm this a writer. Great. I get it. This is great. I'm glad it's three days oh, later. I'm a writer and third mic. That's what I do. You're what? He would be 800 bucks. I don't give an F what you say. All I don't right. care what F.A. says, and I don't care what Doug says. With all due respect, he owes me $800, dude. Uh, I really don't have the money, so I have to pay it back in some other way. You were stunned. Thing. I don't normally try to uh, repay the person by eating eight hot peppers. Do you think if you oh. spilled a Pepsi into the board that Linda Bird's going to allow you to re-stunt a $30,000 board? Dirty Jim, let me ask you all Goddamn retarded, dude. When you break the monster guitar, you get a little scared. What if we tell you that that guitar was ruined about three weeks before that happened, and this is all a bit? We're proving on you. Hey, there's a little recap of what happened this morning on the Monsters. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Thank you to our buddies, the Monsters in the morning. Writer and third mic, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's when he got angry in there for some reason. All right, if you heard it this morning, uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. All right, here's what went down. So it was the end of the show. Do you have the original... Uh, chunks of what happened, like as it happened. Maybe play that. Ah, uh, thank you, Cat, for the massage. I definitely need it. So Matt Albert has moved down here to join the show, and I think he's doing great. Uh, I love having him here. He's six. I mean, who wouldn't want a six foot five, five hundred pound, twenty one year old black virgin with graying hair and patchy baldness? Women. Yeah, I guess <laughs> women are the ones who don't want you. So. Matt has moved down here, and for some reason he has this thing of during the commercial breaks, pacing about. He's a very nervous man for some reason. He has a high anxiety. Cause he I can't people, calm down. I, I have people uh, playing tricks on me. That's why I'm nervous. That's the first trick we played on you. <laughs> was Calm it on. was it Monday night that this that this happened, or was it Tuesday night? I can't. Remember. Um, it was Monday night. Was it Monday night? Monday night. So all week, essentially, he's been worried about this. So here, I think this is as it happened right uh, at the end of the show on Monday night. So Dirty Jim's guitar hey, yeah, is in side, here. Bro, <laughs> and Matt Albert's stumbling in here just because his knees are wobbly. And he knocks over the guitar. And lo and behold, there's now a huge hole in the guitar that you caused. You punctured a hole in the guitar. Dude, you broke Dirty Jim's I'm guitar. Screwed. Yeah, I'm gonna go cry now. How about we do this? Why don't you record an apology right now that we can at least play back on the air tomorrow? All right. Dirty Jim, it, me, Matt Albert, am sorry for whatever thing <laughs> me, I did to your guitar. I didn't realize it. I was distracted at the moment. Wow. All right. Minute Too Late, man. You're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's going on, Minute Too Late, man? Hey, man. Chilling. Matt Albert. Yeah. Hey, the guitar is already broken, you big stupid bastard. Oh, you're a minute too <laughs> late, man. Uh, I'm writer and third mic. That's what I do. Okay. Uh. All right. So here's how it actually went down. Here's what happened. Matt Albert barely like grazes the guitar as he's walking back into the studio and it falls over couldn't have fallen more than about 13 inches literally it was sitting against the wall and it just kind of fell on its side 
Chunk sees this and says, gold, 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 comes running in. Oh, my God, Matt, what did you do? What did you do? There's a big hole in the guitar. Now, the hole was actually caused by engineering who dropped something on it about three weeks ago. But Chunks is like, oh, my God, Matt, what did you do? And all of us decide, let's run with it. Gibbs even gets on in on the bit. Everybody gets in on the bit. And since Monday night, you have been scared uh, s Now, here's the other th- great thing about it, too. So we're conspiring after the show on Monday night when you're already scared. And we're like, all right, we got to let the monsters know that we've tricked Matt Albert into thinking that he broke the guitar. So Chunks leaves a note, talks to Russ. Russ decides he's going to write that email that we had read earlier about talking to you off air. And Russ, who's just a genius, decides it's going to be even better uh, to CC Catherine Brown in on it. Yeah, that was definitely the our pleasure. boss. And so you see this, and you were so incredibly scared because you know you're trying to get the job, you're trying to do a whole thing. Where, you know we love you, and here you are. Your first thing to be known for, especially with the monsters, is breaking their guitar. Yeah, and uh, just off air is fine. Was just. Emblazing in my brain. In the email where Russ said he wanted to talk to you off the air. Yeah. And you were so scared. Oh. So then we decided. You just left the room after that. You just left me there in my shame. Because he uh, he emailed me, Hefe, Chunks, and Catherine. And he didn't, like, email Matt Albert, of course, because Matt Albert doesn't have a company email. So Hefe pulls it up on his screen, shows it to Matt. Closes his window down and leaves. And I go to work out. And you just had to sit there and deal with that all day Tuesday. Exactly. All right, let's go to uh, Dan in Jersey. You're in the hideout. What's up, Dan? Hey, you guys had me going. I, when I first heard about it, I, I, you know, I would have killed somebody. But when I, I, I heard you guys were going to have it on in the morning, and I made sure that I listened to the monsters in the morning. And uh, just to hear the reaction of and, the monster it, crew, it, it, it was just—it was uh, to me, it uh, was fantastic. It was—it was so deuce chill. It was—it was great. I did. I appreciate the phone call. So then, for the next two days, on and off the air, we're like, "You gotta do something. We have a great relationship with the monsters. You can't screw this up." They won't even talk to us anymore. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for that. <laughs> and and we're doing a whole thing of so we take suggestions. And we trick you into thinking that you're going to have to get in the kiddie pool with spiders and snakes. You kept showing me spiders, too. Like, oh, these are the ones that are going to be in the pool. To make it up. It's like, oh. <laughs> get away from me. <laughs> That's how afraid he is. That's how afraid he is of uh, spiders. And you were just so incredibly scared. Randy and Titusville, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Randy? Hey, guys. What's going on? Go ahead, Bo. I got to listen to that this morning, and I think that uh, Matt should maybe change his name to Pat from now on. Just uh, Pat Albert, the big Patsy. <laughs> yeah, because you were a Patsy. That, that was the whole thing. Because that was the title of Russ's email, Pat Albert, question <laughs> mark. Your intern, can I talk to him? Off air is fine. <sighs> so then, so we're going through this. and I like how all he can say is, ugh. I, I love how it was Tuesday night and we were taking suggestions on what should happen. Um, Matt, when we thought, when we made it to seem like Russ was calling in, where he goes, oh, bra. I'm so bra. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. Bra. I don't know. I just slipped into frat talk. I don't know what I was doing. I just needed to say something. 
Now here's now so we come in this morning. Oh, by the way, yesterday, how many pills did you take to relax? I took two Wellbutrin. Uh, this morning, I took a Wellbutrin and a Darvaset before I got to the station. And now, it was still shaking. And because you had twit, didn't you have the twitches? I had twitching because the bugs just make me itch and twitch. All right, Wellbutrin takes two weeks to kick in. Exactly. I didn't know that until uh, Tommy told me after I took the pills. <laughs> That's why he had cotton mouth today and he couldn't talk. Yeah, and he was so to the point that Bubba had to give him something to drink after. So we come in here, and I want to tell Daniel is fantastic because we're sitting in the office and Daniel walks in and basically ignores us, and then he walks back out. I even tried to make a joke with him, and he just he was like, "Yeah," mm. and mm. and we were, we're laughing fine. about it later, just about. Because uh, we told Matt, you son of a bitch, Daniel's one of our best friends, and he won't even talk to us now because of what you did to the guitar. So I we, just, I hung my head after he left the office. Cause... So we get in here, and we're in the studio with the monsters, and Russ begins to go at Matt. And then all the monsters begin to go at Matt, like you heard in the recap. And the best thing was uh, Dirty Jim and how he just kind of built up yeah. as he went. Like, and, he understanding kind of at first, and then... Just flat out. Now, what yelling. pisses me off is the fact that I sold out my uncle. Well, Russ, <laughs> Russ kept get, trying to get you to say who kept you from talking to us, who was going to keep you from talking to us. You lied and said that you had an uncle that you consulted with. You had no uncle. You have you no have, uncle. You don't even have a father. <laughs> it's true. So you lied and made up the uncle. Well, I didn't want to say uh, your name. But you were going to sell me out. You said it on air to not, you know, come in the next day. Maybe it was best for you to just, you know, you were gonna, cool down. You were going to throw me under the bus. And made me look like the golden child, which I appreciate. You're Thank welcome. you. That's what I'm here for. Even though it was the exact opposite. Where the way we were playing it was, dude, do not mess. I, me was saying, don't mess with Rust, love the monsters. And I'm off the air saying, they're being dicks, man. Yeah. Screw that. <laughs> yeah, because Russ told... Russ I'm told, on your side. Russ told Dubs to play the angle of F. Russ Rollins, F. the Monsters. Who are they? Who do they think you are? So that maybe you'd come in run running that angle. And I'm like, you can't say that. The Monsters are our buddies. Yeah, I was talking to Dubs on the IM one night, and we both were talking to Matt. And I was like, well, man, I don't know what you're going to do. You know, I, I, you know, how much money do you have? And Dubs is like... Screw them. I think you should say, give a half-assed apology, then smash the guitar and say, F you, and walk out. So so we, we, we end up here. We're in with the monsters, and it's revealed that it was a skit the whole time. And you literally throw your hands up over your face like you had won $800. Because I guess technically you did because you didn't have to pay it back. Yeah. How, how excited were you and how mad are you at us? I was not excited, just relieved that I wasn't going to have spiders on my face. And then I was mad at Chunks because he's the one that started it. And I got, and he's Chunks. And Chunks got over on me. That was pisses me off. Yeah, Chunks definitely uh, worked you. It's like Corky getting over him. (laughs) Yeah, Corky won. 
All right. Uh, 407-916-1041, Just everyone yelling at you at the same time. Yeah. Dirty yeah, Jim's behind me. Daniel Blackman's over there. Russ is staring right at me. Uh, Matt Albert was just sitting here getting it from all angles, and his head was on a swivel. He was just looking back he and forth trying to, to figure go. out where the yelling was coming from. Here's the funny thing, too. I had to bite my lip because I was about to lose it and laugh so many times. I was so, I I was afraid that I was going to give it away to the point I had to turn my head and literally bite my lip because I was laughing so hard. I giggled a couple times. I let it go. Yeah. Or right or in third mic. Oh. That's what I did. All right. That's oh. the other thing. That's the other thing. When you start yelling, when they ask you, "What do you do? What do you do? What do you do?" and you start yelling, "I'm right or in third mic." Like that's something to so be. Go ahead. He said it three times. Yeah. No, he said he, once. He needed to get the point across. Like he was like, the, the, like when they figured that out, they're like, oh. Like he's the angry Sorry. bear. <laughs> LG and Castleberry, you're in the hideout. What's going on, LG? Hey guys, Chris took a genius this morning. Thank you, brother. Tell you what, though, I I thought that Bobo came early because that boy was about to crap his pants. No, I know. And if you had seen him in here and the way that his head, uh was on the swivel looking around at everybody yelling at him and then like hanging down in shame and he hasn't slept he had literally slept like three hours in the past 55 plus it was fantastic vivian and sanford here in the hideout what's up vivian hi how y'all doing all right babe i was just calling to see um i turned on the monsters this morning right after y'all had got done playing the joke on him and i was calling to see if maybe you could play the clip back so we could hear it yeah you know what let's uh Let's take a break and come back. We'll definitely play that song that uh, Dubs made at least one more time when we get back because it does a pretty good job of recapping everything. It's a long clip if we try to play it long form. It would be a full segment. Yeah. It was great, though. I got the world's best nap, though, today. Because you finally felt relieved? Yeah. And by the way, I got emails. Or we talked about it in the promotions meeting, but I also got emails from people who loved it and some people angry that we had treated Matt Albert so poorly. Oh, and that we had skidded. You on. don't know me then. <laughs> I've done worse. Yeah. Uh, let us not forget we are the guys who pooped on Chunks' car. <laughs> I tricked a uh, co-worker into breaking his own windshield out before. <laughs> this was literally, yeah, this is the beginning, Matt Albert. Chunks had to go through this for a year and a half. Welcome to the hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. What you say we get to know each other better. The Hideout Mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. I'm Tommy Bateman here with you. Hope everyone's having a good night out there. We're going to continue on one more segment of Matt Albert's recap on the Monsters after he thought he broke Dirty Jim's guitar. But then luckily they showed mercy on him and told him it was just a joke, Matt. Real Radio 104.1. Dirty Jim, what are your thoughts on him breaking your guitar? Uh, honestly, do you know what my thoughts are? Yeah. You owe me $800. $800? Do you have... Do you and your uncle have 800 bucks? No. If you break someone's guitar, don't you think you should at least say something? So let me get this right. You have no job. Uh, you don't know what you do here. You don't have any opinions for yourself. You 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 take advice from your uncle and you come in here and break our oh, stuff. I'm a oh, writer in third This mic. is great. I'm glad it's three days oh, later. I'm a writer in third mic. That's what I do. You're what? He owes me 800 bucks. I don't give an F what you say. All I don't right. care what F.A. says. And I don't care what Doug says. With all due respect, he owes me $800, dude. Uh... I really don't have the money, so I have to pay you back in some other way. I'm, you were stunned. 
something. I don't normally try to repay the person by eating eight hot peppers. You know, that's not usually the equation I do. think if you spill the Pepsi into the board, the Linda Bird's going to allow you to re-stunt a $30,000 board? Dirty Jim, let me ask you all that. Goddamn retarded, dude. you break the monster guitar, you get a little scared. What if we tell you that that guitar was ruined about three weeks before that happened, and this is all a bit? We're on your- <laughs> I love the monsters in the morning. Oh, it's so good. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Proud to be on the same station as those guys. It was fantastic. The best thing about replaying that clip is... Uh, we'll have looking, it forever. And looking at... Uh, at Matt Albert over there in his shame, just shaking his head. Third mic, that's what I do. Uh, writer and third mic, that's what I do. Stop. Stop. Writer and third mic, that's what I do. Ass. <laughs> and we'll have that clip forever too. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Man, some of the emails too. I got one from uh, Heretic TL. He goes, "You guys are incredibly meaner than I ever would have thought you were." <laughs> You bastards are far more evil than I could ever could have imagined. That was one of them. Uh, other people just people loved it. Um, P.S. That was sweet, making Matt Albert sweat it out for a few days. You guys are the master of torture. That is literally chunks. How does it feel? That's another thing yeah, we got to re- finally getting over. People forget that for an entire month we terrorized chunks with Mad Max. Who pooped on his car? Who? What else did Mad Max do to Chunks? That we? Uh, he didn't know about it, but he tainted his food. Yeah, uh-huh. that was the best one. Yeah, I did that one. That was yeah. the best. It was horrible. Let uh, the air out of my tires. Let the air out of his tires. And for an entire month, Chunks thought it was uh, some listener, a heretic, a listener, and we revealed he didn't know until the night we replayed it, or we played it all in its uh, completion. On Halloween night, that it was actually us. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'd come here during the day, and people would be, I had no clue it was you guys, and other people, co workers, would be like, oh, hey, man, it's funny when the guy pooped in your car. And I'd be like, yeah, it's real funny. And I'd just start yelling at him. And, and, and you wonder why uh, the Burke Show thinks you're the, the, uh, the company psycho. Creepy, uncomfortable guy. Uh, Stamper and Bear Lake, you're in the hideout. What's up, Stamper? What's going on, guys? Hey, brother. Man, great prank. I always appreciate a good one, but I'm having a hard time understanding something. Mm-hmm. Matt Albert, 6'5", 500 pounds? Yep. I'd have walked in there and said, Dirty Jim, I got 800 bucks on me. Come get it. <laughs> and what the hell were you leaving an $800 guitar laying in the aisle for? You took the wrong angle, dog. You missed your chance at respect. Now, you know what, Stamper? That is so... Dead on, and that is the story of Matt Albert. Lo- the Matt Albert's guys lo- are always the biggest hair pies. He is. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he just guy. called you a vag. He did. <laughs> I know. A I saw that veiled insult. <laughs> hair pie. I like that. I can't throw down in the in the middle of you know the studio. You're six foot five, five hundred pounds, twenty one years old, and in you- the peak above your guy, uh, your physical. Uh, career uh. Adonis, what they call me, and you literally are the biggest puss on earth. He's a big teddy bear stud. Yeah, that's that's big what goes teddy on. bear stud, teddy bear stud. He's like Teddy Ruxpin, but the over the with a uh, with a gland problem. Yeah, Jimmy Jam. Uh, the funny part about the whole thing is that that was a lot of sweating out he was doing, but that was the most sweating out he's ever done in his whole life. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Amazingly, he still didn't lose any weight from it. By the way, Jimmy Jammer runs uh, hereticshideout.com. Sign up. 
Yeah, go sign up. Anti Matt, you're in the hideout. Yeah, what up, yo? What up? What's going on? That's the biggest bitch ever, ain't he? Yeah, he, here's what's funny, too, is that Matt, do you feel like you want to get revenge now on us, or are you just happy that you don't have to deal with spiders? And do you know that the next time you actually mess up, it's nothing but tarantulas for you now? And, you know, the other thing, too. I got Matt Albert to admit that he hates snakes more than anything else. So maybe it's snakes instead of tarantulas. Hey, yeah. I got something for you, man. You remember that, that, that segment of Chunks going off on that audio? Uh, oh, yeah, of the, the, of the women talking. Actually, actually, that's on the podcast right now on RealRadio.fm on the yeah, hideout section. I downloaded it yesterday, and I kind of remixed it. I sent it to Bateman and Chunks. So when y'all get a chance, check it out. Tell me what you think, all right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. All right, cool. Thank you, Anti-Matt. Tommy says it's a little long. How long is it? Uh, I think it's like the, almost the entire segment of him yelling. Oh, really? Yeah, it's something like nine megabytes to download. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll look at it. Maybe we'll cut it up and see what goes down. We'll, we'll it, play it, it in good, uh, portions. We do have uh, the Hideout podcasting available on the Hideout page on realradio.fm. Well, there it is. And uh, I do thank our buddies, the Monsters in the Morning. It's a fantastic morning show. And we thank you for all their help. And Matt Albert, you want to give a special thank you to the Monsters? Thanks, Russ and Dirty Jim. <laughs> Thanks. All right, we got to take a break. It's a hideout. Real Radio, 104.1. And uh, it's an awful song, but since it's his favorite celebrity, it suddenly becomes the best song in the world to him. It's a hideout. Real Radio, 104.1. Name this artist. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. We'll give you a prize if you can do it. 407-916-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. I got a guess. Who? You said near and dear to my heart. Near and dear. Vin Diesel. Not Vin Diesel. Not even close. Damn it. Mark, in your truck, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Mark? What do you say, fellas? What you got? I don't know who it is. It's, it's Janet Reno, bless. All right, Janet Reno. Is that the mystery artist? <laughs> it looks a lot like her, but no. So it's a white person? Yes. All right, sorry, Bob. That takes out Dennis Rodman. You got another guess? Oh, um, no, I got nothing. All right, thank you, man. Appreciate the phone call. Bong Swap Matt has it. Really? Yep. I'm surprised. Oh, don't send that to me. No. Well, tell him to call if he's got it so he can be a winner. Jeff in Melbourne. Let's see. You're on the board first, though. What do you got? Well, I was going to guess Kevin Bacon, but I'm probably way off. No, it's not Bacon or the Bacon Brothers. All right. Fonzie on 95, your guess? I was going to say Russell Crowe. Is it? Mm-hmm. Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. It is an athlete. I'll give that out. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> no. He's an athlete. No, he's not. I hate when you call him that. Do you see him run on the beach every day? <laughs> and he can David, work on cars. in Winter Park, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I got a guess for you. Who is it? Dirk Nowitzki. It is Dirk. What? All right, that song is number one on the charts. Congratulations, David. You're a winner. Dirk at the top of the charts here in the hideout of Road Radio 104.1. The, the song is called, let me find the name Court of the Side song. in Your Face? No. I wish it was that easy. What's it called, Chunks? Uh, I believe it is called Courtside in Your Face. Mm-mm. One of the callers, uh, he thinks it is. Hey, did the winner hung up? 
David in Winter Garden, call back or just say your name's David. I turn up, turn up, I need to hear the lyrics. This is more exciting than the new Tool album. He never meant for it to get out. This is what he looks like. I guess it's been said that he out listens to this before the games. That's why he's going to be MVP, baby. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> this is a hit. I want this on my iPod immediately. Actually, it's on Dirks, along with ACDC and Led Zeppelin. How do you know all this about my boy? I read the news. Side in your face, fade away. Put side in your face. In your face. Matt, what do you think? It's crap. <laughs> oh, come on! It's, it's, no, the, it's no David Hasselhoff. It is one of the worst things ever put on. Are you serious? Tape. Yes. It is hooky. It's different. It's folky. I prefer K-Fade. Yeah. Oh, come on. This is, Popo Popo has now. nothing on this. All right, here we have three Davids in Winter Garden <laughs> on the line to claim their prize. <laughs> Give them all prizes. I love you guys. You're fantastic. <laughs> hey, speaking of K-Fed, didn't you... S- Listen to the way this is going out. All right, Chunks, Book Dirk. Uh, we want to talk about the new album. Tell him we'll give him 40 spins a week. I guess he's not happy about it coming out, though. Oh, come on. It's fantastic. Oh, she would just fade away. In your face. Courtside. In your face. Hey, dude, I'm not kidding. I love it. Josh, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Josh? Hey, what's going on, huff AJ Dubs? Yeah. Hey, can I get this on my front uh, page of my MySpace? Is that anywhere so I can put that in the music part instead of a perfect circle? I'm sure you could. Uh, no, you'd rather have a perfect it. circle, man. But, but if that song's number one on the hideout, then I have to guess number two is probably the Leprechaun song followed by David Hasselhoff. Oh, come on. What's the Leprechaun song? Oh, it's hilarious. All right, well, just send it to us, Josh. Here's the thing. I think we finally found a new out music. No, 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 never. We will play it whenever uh, the uh, as a comeback whenever uh, the the Mavs are playing, or when they win, the, or when they win the championship. Uh, we'll, we'll put it on repeat for all hey, four hours. Well, there's still hope right now. Come <laughs> back to me in June. That's when I'll be crying in my in my sweater. I play it one more time, just one more time, <laughs> just one more spin for Dirk. I bet he played guitar himself. It's kind of funny. They they admit that it's a Photoshop picture. But they have a picture of him. You have a photo? It, it's uh, not real. Bring it over to me. All right. Let me see this. A little material. I'm not going to lie and make love to him. Oh, wait a second. That's you, Dubs. That's you. Tell me that isn't Dubs with a guitar. <laughs> you look like Dirk. No, that's why I keep you. Look, Dubs picks up Dirty Jim's. <laughs> Hit the post, Dubs. You know, I got as much rhythm as him. <laughs> Oops. Broke a string. Sigh <laughs> in your face, fade away in your face. Is he trying to do a deep man's voice? He's German. Look at it. He's seven foot tall. He's going to talk like that regardless. He like I told Andre you the Giant. I told you it was David Hasselhoff. <laughs> All right, this is fantastic. 
I'm loving it. I need you to email that to me ASAP. Well, I need you to thank Tuttle. Thank you, Tuttle. You're back in my good graces now for finding me what I'm going to call Song of the Year. You think this is going to make it on the Grammys? Look for the Grammys and Dirk performing. (laughs) Hey, uh, what was it that, real fast, since we're on this subject of music, Timberlake calling out K-Fed? Yeah, he uh, finally he went on the record of what he thinks of uh, of K-Fed, and he said he thinks Kevin is gross, <laughs> and there's not much that would change his mind about that. What is he, a third grade girl? <laughs> I know. He's grody. He's icky. And he said that uh, they, Spears and uh, Timberlake, had a lot of great years together, and he's pretty sad about how things have turned out with her. <laughs> It's like it's like she uh, she's paralyzed now. That is, are you, or would, she lost a thumb. But think <laughs> about really it. Sad. I mean, it's the chick. You got to think about this in all honesty. So let's say you got a chick that you were really into, mm-hmm. like your first loves or whatever. And let's say you you probably will always care about her in some way or another, mm-hmm. especially in the way they kind of just separated because of the fame maybe got to him or whatever. I don't think you want to see her. Hold up with some trash. Me? I'm happy when that happens. What? I love it when I see like old people I used to date or used to know doing terrible for themselves. It makes me so happy. That's why I love talking to BJ. <laughs> By curious BJ? Yeah. <laughs> I love, what do you think, Tommy? Because I know Tommy, for some reason, I respect him on relationships. It, oddly enough, I got a, an uh, email from my girlfriend from high school after like seven years I haven't talked to her. And just out of the blue, she emailed me today. At the Bateman or the other one? Uh, n- yeah, it was my work email. Oh, wow. I was just checking my email to see if my new pastor worked, and I was like, what the hell? That was kind of shocking. Yeah. I'm how's doing, she doing? I'm doing better. Really? Yeah. So how does that make you feel? You kind of sad about it? Um, well, Is I'm, that Gabby? No. Oh, okay. Thanks for yelling that name. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I thought that was my bad. No, I haven't talked to this girl in like seven years. Last I had seen her, I had just gotten my dog, and she was pregnant by some like redneck guy, and I guess they're still together and have two kids. Now. So now you're Timberlake. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Wow. Because she's there with. Tr- <laughs> she's there with trash. I w- yeah, I wouldn't want to see someone who I'd loved before just hold up in a relationship that you know they're essentially held hostage. Because there's no escaping, because at the very least, the best way this is going to work out for uh, Brittany mm-hmm. is for K-Fed to leave her with those two children. I guess the one that's on the way, and oh. little Sean Preston. You've seen his track record. He doesn't take the children when he goes. Oh. No matter how much money he's going to have. She better hope that somehow she can have a miscarriage and just, <laughs> be, left, them. And just be left with the first one. Hopefully she miscarries one of them and has a miscarriage at the same time. Down a flight of steps. You think K-Fed's going to write a uh, a song in response and put it like on a hidden track on his on his album? Just like Ice Cube track, any, No Vaseline? <laughs> any track will be hidden with his. Hidden in the bottom of the dollar barrel. It's dropping in <laughs> August, by the way. Maybe the two of them will get together and do a dance-off on pay-per-view. Or get together a TRL. You know what? That would I, I would give the edge to uh, to Federline there. Even You've though been served. Even though that uh, the Timberlake is a great dancer, he has all the moves. How do you know that, you sissy? Have you ever watched his videos? Bye bye bye. I mean, bye bye bye. What was the other ones? 
His his solo one, so he's doing more. Oh, yeah. Cry me a river. Shut up with that one. I hate it. Was that one about the uh, getting even with an ex and her crying a lot? What was that one called? Oh, the Cry Me a River? Yes! That one's great. <laughs> I hate such an ex. 407916404. <laughs> he, he actually had that one that I kind of liked. What was like Rock Your Body? Yeah, didn't he dress up like Michael Jackson? That yes, one? that was the one that uh, he, he had all the moves for. What are the chances of Britney ever saying, hey, why can't you be successful like Justin? You can't say this is not a good song. I don't I don't hate on Timberlake. I think he's good. I felt really gay loving this uh, music when it first came out. Is that one of those where you pull up to a stoplight and you roll Turn your window down. you roll your windows up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You ever catch yourself trying to hit the note that he's hitting? And just thinking, how does he do that with balls? You know? He does it without. That's the secret. They just sit there and pinch them. He keeps a young young gerbil in his pants. Just any time he needs to hit a note, slaps it. Hey, whenever you're dating someone, isn't the worst thing trying to, like, live up to their ex-boyfriend? Yeah, and... It, it always sucks when you know that the uh, ex is talking trash about you. Or what if they're like really successful? Mm-hmm. And oh, you, you he, know he's got four cars. Oh, great! Well, you should have stayed with him then. Should have been such a whore. <laughs> That's why you should only uh... date high schoolers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Virgins or loser chicks. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you imagine you dated, say, Federline never came along, and somehow you ended up meeting Britney Spears, and you could tolerate her music and everything for somehow. How would you live up to Justin Timberlake? Like, me personally? Yeah, I mean, like, he's got, like, more money than, like, any of us will ever have, and. He's, I guess he's in fairly decent shape, and all the girls want him. Is he on the radio in Central Florida? Yeah, right now, playing in the background. I guess he is. <laughs> I guess he, um... Wow, you're right. How do you live up to that? I'm taller I got... than him. I can't even say that I have better hair, because I'm balding. <laughs> I could say at least I don't have that nappy chunks hair, but it's not even like I can have that. Oh, man. How would you live up, Dubs? To this? Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even try. I would, I, say, I would say, I know I'm walking into this situation. I can't win. Just let me, you know, live in a humble shadow of uh, Justin Timberlake. Could you imagine, too, if somebody famous was ever, like, and she's dating a Central Florida DJ? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, she's fallen. They met at the Matador uh, <laughs> on one balmy summer night in Central Florida. And her friends keep saying, why? He's chubby. And he's balding. Have you not noticed the love handles? Damn it. You know what I'm going to do? Learn to dance. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best way to get chicks. And I got a great chick now, but if she ever lives, leaves me, first thing I'm going to do is learn to dance. Look at these guys. That's why they're getting all the poon. What kind of dancing would you take, though? Doesn't matter. All. Strip aerobics? Fruity dancing. <laughs> <laughs> because think about it. Ride the pony. When you're at a club, no matter, kind of, like the guy, hold on, I'm trying to get my thought together. 
I guarantee every guy with a dirt stash knows how to dance. And that's why girls are hanging out with them and doing them. You know what I mean? Like, if you know how to dance, you'd be able to get a chick. Dance or sing. Girls love guys who dance, like at the clubs and stuff. Because even if they dance with you, that's how you can kind of get that first initial feeling. What really bothers me about the dancing, though, the dudes dancing, before they get with a chick, just to get the dancing started, they'll dance with other dudes, their friends. And that really just oaks me out. Gancing? Yeah, gancing. Oh, dudes and dudes dancing? Yeah. Because they all, like, when... when Shut the hell up. You and I have done that before. Yeah, you for a joke. Sexually assaulted former managers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, male managers. I'm on very a proud dance of that. Floor. Uh, Hefe Dubs, maybe you guys would like to lay off the drinks, cool off a little bit. <laughs> no. No way. You're next, Cameron. <laughs> Alright, let's take a break. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. I guarantee you ask most chicks what they like about a guy other than the looks. I think it's the confidence of dancing, too. Like, if a guy's out there and he's confident in his dancing, chicks dig that. Hell, that was Matt Albert at Dancers Royale on Thursday night. If you acted like that at the bar, he was sitting there and he was grooving, he was dancing, and the strippers took notice. Mm Mm-hmm. It wasn't for the money. No. I'm telling you, it was a little something extra. Because they were actually, like, for real, kind of chatting it up with you. And I saw that something extra under the black light. <laughs> you sick bastard. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hi, I'm Nick Tapes on Real Radio 104.1. This next segment, we actually have real-life girls in the studio. It's kind of changed for us. And uh, even even more different for us, they're actually respectable women that are from the National Organization of Women, the Orlando chapter. They objected to a party in the area, and they came on the air to talk about why they objected to it. And uh, we almost behaved ourselves. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hey, Dubs, earlier... This guy who is now stalking me, Mike, must suck to be stalked. Uh, I enjoy him. Yeah, there's yeah. something fun about stalkers. It just no. Cool I enjoy Mike. I don't like the regular stalkers. Cool to know that you're wanted. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess he sent me an email or something. He forwarded something to me. I guess he's having a party, which he just continuously uh, sends me uh, invites for now. I guess we can all go if we want to. Nice. Wow, I won't I might be there. Go. Why? I'm busy Friday. I guess it's called Beats, Bitches, and Beer. Doesn't sound too uh, awful. <clears throat> Sounds like a good time. I only like two of those. Uh, joining us in the hideout right now, the president of the Orlando chapter for the National Organization for Women... Hmm. Uh, Jenna Crowley. Jenna, welcome to the hideout. How are you? Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good. Not the best connection. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, we, 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 you are coming through loud and clear. You can't hear us that well, though? Uh, I can hear you okay. All right. Okay. Well, we'll try to speak loudly then so then you can hear us. Okay. Uh, uh, what's the, uh, what's the issue? 
with beets, bitches, and beer. What's even, what problem do you have with it? What's even, well, I have been contacted by a couple of um, UCS students, mm-hmm. who were women, yeah. who felt that the name of the event was especially offensive to them. Right. And they felt that it contributed to a hateful language towards oh, women I get in the UCS community. Mm-hmm. So I felt that um, I would respond and I would write them an email. Um, so that's basically how I got involved. And now you're all over it. <laughs> All right, Dubs. I think we can hear you now. Huh? I can. I can kind of hear you. It's really. It's honestly not a very good connection. Oh, that sucks. Um. All right. So, now when you say it's a hateful, uh, a hateful environment, is it because of the word bitches? Well, the the event is a ladies' night. And, yeah, they you know, they, they drink free. AKA beats, and there are bitches, which mm-hmm. are you know the young women, mm-hmm. and there's beer, which speaks for itself. So, yeah, I mean, the the word bitches is intended to mean women in that context. Yes. So, now, so, yeah. but the women who would uh, attend that party wouldn't mind that kind of uh, angle. Yeah, because, I mean, there has been a whole thing, too, in the, uh, like, kind of in the pro-women's movement to take back the word bitch. I mean, Meredith Brooks had a hit uh, off of the word bitch. You're absolutely right. That's true. So, I mean, it's not like it's, you know, um, cold ones. Uh, I can't even go any further. But, you know, it's not like they're using the C word. You know, I mean, it's it's a it's a term that... Well, there's been a book to take that back as well, you should know. No, I actually... Yeah. I want to take it for myself. Yeah, <laughs> we just like saying it uh, quietly at uh, people around the building. <laughs> so, but you, you say that it, this is a... I'm having a uh, pajama party at my place, and uh, will you get mad at me over this, sluts and slippers? All right, sluts and slippers. Is that an awful thing to go with if we wanted to throw a hideout party about that? It's not the most inclusive language. Is it in a college community? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it in a college community where where a lot of women are subject to rape and sexual assault? This is actually going to be mostly my family. No, no, I hear because, I mean, I understand, too, because here's the big thing about parties like this. It, the drinking can get out of hand. Um, sometimes, you know, unwanted sexual advances can be made. But I don't know if that necessarily has to do with the name of the party, as yeah. in the fact that, sadly, oh. that happens just at most parties. I would like to invite everybody to my big pool party, uh, Wenches and Whirlpools. It's going to be terrific. I cannot wait for it. Wenches and Whirlpools. Mm-hmm. Well, the the point that we were trying to get across um, was specifically in relation to college environments. And in the UCS community, um, there is not very much political activism in this area, but there are um, a lot of feminists who are organizing in the area, and they do feel a specific concern for the kinds of the kind of culture that is being perpetuated through that type of language and through the violence against women in this area. And when I hear that, some of the college-aged women do feel threatened by that type of language or feel offended by that type of language. It is a concern for me. And it's something that I, I at least feel, you know, as the president of, of this mm-hmm. high-profile organization mm-hmm. in the area that I definitely at least need to respond to. And what I really meant to do was just sort of give them a suggestion and say, look, you know, this, this is offending to some of the local women who yes. would maybe otherwise attend that event and maybe you should consider changing their your name of the event. And what I actually got was was a very hostile response. Right. Um, well, which was upsetting to me. It, it is it is very, you know, it, they did tone it down a lot because uh the 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 first tagline was open holes get open bar. And <laughs> All right, hold on. Now let me say something. Hold on, Matt. And now I'll let you speak. 
Now, let me say something as a feminist, as someone who is on your side, as someone who has donated to the National Organization of Women before. Um, and this is all true. I, I think... A lot of times, and I think we're—I think you're like you have a good heart in doing this. Yeah, I've done it some. Part part of the problem, though, I think is it doesn't seem the right thing to get behind. Because uh, I would agree with you that at parties like this, uh, things do get out of hand, and it can be a very bad environment for women because of the drinking and everything else. Mm -hmm. My mm -hmm. issue, though, is that happens a lot of times at most college parties. So just, that's true. But just the fact that these guys are putting it on their name, I don't know. It seems a little bit... I guess... It, I, like I, you you lose. Know, it, it seems like almost like a disclaimer for some girls who would, you know, it, now they know what they're getting into, and maybe a lot of them won't show up. They don't want to be a part of that crowd. It seems like you can almost lose credibility in other ways when you're attacking some jackasses that want to put a party on. You know what I mean? Well, that, that is a concern that um, has actually been raised to me, to mm -hmm. be, you know, very frank with you. But um, my opinion was just, and, and the reason why I responded that way was that, you know, when I had received this email from a local UCF student, mm -hmm. this the first email that I got, and she was not someone who was an activist, but her right was her heart was in the right place. So she really felt truly offended by that type of language. And rather than silence her opinion, I decided to take the action on her behalf and to empower her to speak her mind by emailing the club's promoters and encouraging her to do the same. No, that's which true. Is the only really really appropriate way to to get heard. So rather than just say, you know what, those are a bunch of jerks, don't worry about it. I kind of had the opinion was, you know what, let's send them an email and let's at least tell them how we feel about it. All right, now, that's that's a good point, because here in the hideout, we always tell people to be somebody and to step up, and if you feel like something's being done, then, you know, take a little action. So mm -hmm. I can't fault you for that. Jenna from the National Organization for Women, the president of the local chapter. Now, Matt, do, you have, do you guys Matt, have a website? We do. It's OrlandoNow.org. All right, Matt, you had a question or comment? Well, I'm throwing a boat party called Skanks and Schooners. And <laughs> What's wrong? All right, that isn't. That's completely different. That doesn't have anything okay. to do. You're invited to my Jim Morrison uh, party called uh, Whores and Doors. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You're so proud of yourself over OrlandoNow.com. Dot org. Dot org, okay. Yeah. I think we actually have NowOrlando.org, OrlandoNow.com. I think we have all of them. We, but I know that we have NowOrlando.org. You, you guys don't have uh, .com. All right, hold on. Jenna, can you hang through the commercial break? Because the guy who's throwing the party is on the phone. Do you mind talking to Not him? Not at all. All right, hold on a second, sweetie. I mean, um, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I am liking this. All right, so the Na National Organization for Women, the local chapter. Ooh. I'm looking at the chapter. And Mike, the guy's <laughs> throwing the party. Looks like Lambda, 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 doesn't it? Next in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, All right, welcome back into the Hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. Um, the right. beast. There's a little argument going on right now. Yeah. We got thrown in the middle of it, Dubs. We're here in the hideout where everyone is welcome, trying to do our duty of spreading the word of uh, hate and how it's wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you two seem to think it's funny. I, on the other hand, think it's wrong. Not funny. Hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, joining us... Uh, who... 
Jenna Crawley, the president of the National Organization of Women for Women. Chunks, fix that. <laughs> um, uh, here in the hideout. By the way, I just added them as a friend on MySpace. Oh, they have a MySpace. Where is it? And I see a picture of Jenna. Where is your MySpace at? It's MySpace.com slash now Orlando. And we have the same glasses. So, again, I'm on her side. <laughs> That's something you would say to a feminist, moron. All right, Jenna, you there? Jenna? Yeah, I can hardly hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you just fine. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. All right, okay. let's go. I was just saying how we can hear you on my... We, uh, I just added you on MySpace. Yeah, so, I added you as well. I just saw, I just uh, noticed. Fantastic, and I see you, and you're really... Backslash now Orlando? Yeah, really cute. You and I have the same glasses. I think we'd get along fantastically. <laughs> what, Matt? She looks like Jennifer Anderson a little bit. Yeah, she does. Uh, she's, oh, thank you. Yeah, she's very hot. Right, now let's talk to uh, who I'm calling the Antichrist, Mike, <laughs> who is uh, putting on this party, beats bitches and beer. And I'm not a real big fan of the uh, the red vegetables, so I don't know what's going on. Mike, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, guys. All right, what you, uh, you have the worst phone on earth. What's going on with the phones today? Western uh, Union? No, no clue, dude. All right, here we go, Mike. Now you are putting on this party, beats bitches and beer. You got? Oh yeah, she's a sexy little thing. I told you. I, can you respect her for her mind and not her body and looks? I don't know her mind yet. I thought there's no ass pregnant. shot. <laughs> um. All right, so Mike, now, first of all, Jenna, I will allow you to comment to Mike what the problem is, and then Mike, I will allow you to retort, okay? Let's go. All right, Mike, or uh, Jenna, ladies always first in the hideout. What's the problem with what Mike's doing? Well, um, essentially, the UCF area is a college community, and mm -hmm. what we were hoping to do was to encourage the promoters of this event to communicate in a more inclusive and non-discriminatory language by referring to women in a word other than bitch. Um, and that's essentially what our request was. Um, so we, we hope to just send them a couple of cordial email responses um, with that res respect in order to voice our opinions. And we hoped to get um, a non-hostile response from them and maybe um, engage in intelligent debate. And what happened? And what happened? Uh, we did get a series of... Pretty hostile emails. Um, the initial woman um, on the UCF campus who had contacted me about this, I had encouraged her to send an email to sort of empower her to, to encourage that her voice be heard in this whole debate. And she received an email back from um, someone that was involved with the event who wasn't Mike, but uh, it was one of the DJs who essentially said, if you have a problem with this, then maybe you are a bitch. Okay. Now, so there's, all right, that dubs for some reason. No, I, I, I can honestly say I don't know about that. I would be very – I'm hoping whoever – I know a lot of the guys that are spinning right now that are involved in the party. I would like to know who that was because right, – Here's the thing. I don't care about that. Mike, yeah, would you now like to retort and maybe even stick up for the fact that you're calling your party beats, bitches, and beer? Exactly. Basically what I look at, I look at it on this point. If I was calling a party, if I decided to have a pimps and hoes party at my house, that's kind of in the same, it's not in the same context, but it's the same idea around it. The word bitches is thrown out so loosely nowadays, and, you know, it's like, I, I call some of my best friends, I'm like, you know, I call them a bitch. Hmm. And, you know, and it's like, basically, society nowadays encourages everyone to be an individual. And By so you're saying... Down and <laughs> saying, you know, hey, okay, 
I got a bunch of females calling, sending me emails right and left. I, I mean, I could read you some of them. You would absolutely piss your pants. They're hilarious. All right, let me ask you, sir. You're saying a way for you to be a better person is to uh, is to be a bitch at your party. Almost like a social <laughs> thing you're doing. Well, and you said you said you want everybody to be individuals, and I'm kind of uh, switching to the other side right now. Uh, it's not an individual statement when you call every. It's a generalization yeah, yeah, which I can, when you call I can people understand. bitches. But uh, I have no problem with it. I can I can understand her. I can totally understand her point because I mean, you know, everybody. Well, let me ask I, you. I, I spoke with her earlier today, and I said, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And let me ask you this, Mike. Go ahead, Jenna. Yeah. Why don't we all come together? Hideout will be there as well. And we all do a nice slow dance at the party. And everybody gets to know each other very well. We play Hungry Eyes. And we as long get... as we have, as long as we use the uh, twelve inch rule, we'll and, be good. And now let me ask you this: What about? How about this? How about if Jenna and the National Organization for Women, Orlando chapter, comes to your party and hands out flyers and teaches you unruly UCF students? Uh, how to respect women. Now, you can still call it beer, bitches, and beats, mm. but then you have Jenna there to help educate uh, you, uh, you Neanderthals. <laughs> Jenna, what do you think about that? Oh, we'd be totally up for that challenge. Really? Well, what about um, the dancing there, thing? There's you nothing mean? like a, a big old consciousness raising, and I, I think that that's what the UCF community may require if there are events like this. Bringing every, out of the water. Every college has this event, though. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, you know, they it's had it. It's not at, just at UCF. At Texas Tech University, uh, George Mason. I mean, that's well, that may, that may really school. just speak to the fact that we are still living in a, in a very sexist culture, and maybe we have to thank Mike for bringing that to all of our attention and to really highlighting how much work there really is to be done. Uh, Jenna, let me ask you a little bit about you. Sure. You got a boyfriend? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I can do, you have, do you have a boyfriend? I do have a boyfriend, yes. Hmm. And how, does, how, how does he treat you? Has he ever called you a bitch? No. No, never? No, never. Oh, I call my girlfriend that daily. Yeah. Um. Do you make him, like, uh, does he get to talk first, like, when you guys are hanging out, or does he get to pick the movie and where you guys are going to go, or no? No, we decide that uh, together. Oh, that sounds fun. She seems like a cool chick. Mike, what's your problem? Uh, you know, it's it's not that I have a problem personally with her. It's it's not that I can totally understand. You know, hey, okay, go right ahead. You, it's you, it's the First Amendment right. You do what you want. We're gonna do what we want. Okay, so that, and that's called women bitches. Now here's a song I think we should all slow dance to. I don't know, maybe you know it. A little tune called "Love Is a Battlefield." Nice battle dance. <laughs> Pat Benatar. Yes. <laughs> a strong woman. All right, Mike, thank you very much. We're going to talk to another guy who's putting on this party. Uh, Jenna, uh, here is Mike Busey. I guess he's also throwing the Beats, Bitches, and Beer party. Mike, yeah. would you like to add anything to the conversation? How you doing, guys? This is Mike Busey. I'm sitting here with uh, Dave Weathers, MTV star, Jackass 2, Wild Boys. And uh, I'm one of the guys who's just kind of like, you know, a local celebrity MC host. Mm -hmm. Never heard of you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Early this morning, I got a, a flood of emails and a bunch of calls from the 
other DJs and promoters saying, oh, Busey, you know, there's this feminist broad and she's going crazy. She wants blood. And All right, I got bored with him. <laughs> wow. You, there was some kind of very odd delivery you had going on there. I don't know what that was. Hey, this is, yeah, uh, but I, now I think just throwing he, the name out. I think he, yeah, I've never heard of it. Everybody's Sorry. saying Busey. Everybody wants to know what Busey thinks about this. Here was a guy who was on uh, MTV2. I'll tell you what Busey thinks. All right. Jenna? Yes. I think you did a fantastic job sticking up for your organization. Well, thank you. I'll tell you this. I'm going to go to the party, and I purposely will try to not have fun with all of the uh, women who are there. And uh, hey, let me. Ask I'm going to try to find a really drunk one and think of you. Yeah, look at this picture. Now I'm trying to... I have too many friends because I can't find the Now uh, MySpace. Hey, what else you guys got going on in Now? Anything you want to kick out real fast? Is there anything else well, you're Well, um, yeah, we're actually working on obtaining a pro-choice license plate for the state of Florida. Mm. Oh, and nice. And we're administering an art contest at licensetochoose.org. Okay. Um, so any local artist should participate in that, and we're trying to get um, that whole project together. And other than that, we meet on the first and third Sundays of every month at the GLBC Center downtown, and we're planning a lot of um, events and other activist activities. Now, let me ask you something. Out of all... Because sure. I've said this before, and we've talked about different ways mm -hmm. to uh, meet hot chicks. I've always been of the opinion that you will find a very cool hot chick at a uh, non-profit organization, especially like a now. Hey, does Cicely have a uh, boyfriend? Give me, yeah, what about yeah. Cicely? Because <laughs> she's fantastic, too. Although she's in D.C., right? No, she's not. She's local. Mm. Oh, do you have her phone number? Yeah. Can but, we talk to her? Hey, let me ask you something. How about we do something? I'm not kidding here, Jenna. How about you lovely ladies from now come up into the hideout and we throw a little uh, party? Or maybe we play something like Battle of the Sexes with the boys of us here in the hideout versus the girls from now. Because the one thing we're lacking on this show, we're very diverse. I'm Latino. Bing bong. I'm Latino. Uh, Dub's over there is a cracker. Mm -hmm. uh, Matt's a black Don't man. Don't generalize. Uh, a black. Why don't the rip. women of now come up here and we'll do a nice little... Uh, Education thing slash party. You there? I'm there. I'm. I want to know exactly what you're asking me. Well, come on up and we'll like we'll have a party and we'll. You guys could leave at any time. Disseminate the information of uh of now, and we'll have fun. We'll learn a little. Does that mean that about you're going to do a feminist broadcast? Sure. Why not? We do it just about every night, honey. You'd love this show if you listen to it. As sure. pro as pro choice and pro women as we are, or at least I am. We went and marched. Actually, in DC. that is right. Dubs and I went to the uh, March for Women's Lives up in, in Washington, DC. Yes. Good for you. Dubs and, so this is a show we're, I think you'd be into. We're very friendly. Here's what we'll do. You'll come up and we'll play the games. We'll learn a little something about women. Uh, shirts and skins. You guys are skins. <laughs> and <laughs> I, saw, I was just seeing if I, could, if I could sneak that one by her. I guess she caught it. If you guys hadn't giggled, maybe it would have gotten through. Hey, but I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm completely serious. We're very pro-choice, pro-women on this show. I'd like to have you guys come up and hang out, and we'll just talk about stuff. Nice little female sure. round table. Bring just give me a call anytime. All right, hold on. I'm going to actually put you on hold to talk to our producer. And the only uh, thing is that uh, you must be here and Cicely must be here. And then any other... Not the old one. Yeah, none, none of the gray hairs. They can stay home. <laughs> all right? Well, they can bring cookies. <laughs> all right. Uh, you can't do the whole thing. they got to cook. It's not going to help. Just the old one. All right, hold on, Jenna. Well, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, she was still on for that? Yes. Chunks. <laughs> Had her on hold. Talk to her.
I'm serious. Hey, book something for next week, or you know, we can even talk about this license plate thing. All right? Yeah. You know, I'm, you know, I'm all about chicks. I mean, women. <laughs> Broads. Do you think I could slip in the whole shirts versus uh, skins thing? Damn it! So close. All right. We're late. We'll th- we got to take a break. We'll take well, your phone calls. God, God bless you for having a choice. And let me say this, too, though. I really still want to go to this party. I hope that didn't somehow take us on the outs. These guys at least have gotten tons of promotion for their party. So I still want to get in free. How old is this chick? I don't know. She's kind of cute, though, right? Mm-hmm. Or am I, crazy? I like Cicely. No, Cicely's not good. And here's the cool She's thing. She's a bad... You know, I'm trying to get my new girlfriend into lesbian action. Mm-hmm. And, I think Cicely uh, might be the right candidate. Oh, dude, are you kidding? This is perfect. And you know that some of these girls may be into it. Sure, why not? They're open women. There's a few in there with mom pants. Good for them. <laughs> they have a choice of what kind of pants they, they can wear. It's a hideout, Rural Radio, <laughs> 4.1. That will do it for tonight's mixtapes of the hideout. Stay tuned. Tomorrow we'll have... Matt Albert, Bicurious BJ, Jub, Dubs Old Air Checks from Michigan. Hefe's girlfriend thinks he watches too much porn. Uh, you can't win with Matt Albert. An interview gone wrong. As well as Joanna Angel and the Mandingo, the Florida Mandingo Sex Club, where it's white chicks and black guys. So stay tuned. We'll see you tomorrow at 7 p.m. 5,000. Five thousand.